All right, chaos has ensued. I broke my fast. We can't hear each other on the headsets. Welcome to Calling the Audible. You broke it. Can Literally you not bro- hear each other anymore? What? Can you hear each other now? No. <laughs> I mean, I hear you. No, no, no. It's okay. No worries. Yeah. That's what matters, though, really. Exactly. Yeah. All right, welcome into Calling the Audible. Uh, Iggy, Mo, Eagle on this uh, penultimate episode as we're getting closer and closer to the roadshow. Which is April twenty second weekend. It is a two day extravaganza. And with Can you that, hear it now? Nope. There we go. Ah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, I only have to fucking blow the eardrums of our viewers. Oh. Blame these two k- buffoons. No. Are you shalom? Anyway, uh, excuse me. As we get closer and closer now to the road show, and um, we had some games that we're going to recap quickly and preview more in depth this week. Uh, Peas will be back next week here in the saddle. Where is he, by the way? Uh, at work. Okay, he said work. he's working late till 11 p.m. so he can uh, have the day off tomorrow and drink. So essentially, Nats told him make that crib in the room. Yeah, we're getting a weekend. Yeah, but I thought last week was Masters weekend. But Nats the master of that house. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, it is. he's yeah. no longer. He had to. He had to be the master last week because he gave up all master privileges for yeah. moving forward. It's give and take, man, in marriage. Something you get used to uh, when you. Uh, I mean, I'm basically already married. Yeah, but, but officially, when it becomes official for you, doesn't change anything. Who has leverage right now? You or, or your wife? Who has the what? Leverage. Leverage. Yeah, like who? Who do you think has? I leverage? don't believe in leverage in a relationship. Oh, Mr. Uh, romance over here. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Uh, calculated. Uh, it's a business transaction. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing about business there. No pleasure but business. All right. Uh, let's dive into it here as uh, we're now into the uh, final 10 days of competition uh, for the Roadshow coming up on April 22nd weekend. Reminder, uh, registration for spring is open if you haven't got correct. your team in. That's or as you're eliminated, feel free to register to Which, try again. Which we're, we've been seeing a lot, right? Like, you get eliminated the day after the teams are registered. We're coming back, the day man. After, we're the coming hour back. after. Yeah. Like, you go home and right away you're like, this fucking league. I gotta, okay, oh gotta, gotta go Five again. Five teams I gotta sign up for, you know. So like, yeah. everyone's on the bench after the game. Like, hey, we're, we're running this back. We're running this back. All right, let's yeah, go. Yeah, we're coming back here, baby. <laughs> we're back, man. We're running it back one more time. But, yeah, spring registration is open for you to sign up. Um, so only like two weeks left to register, by yeah, the way. Yeah, the window is, what What time does the window close? I think that? the 26th, but we usually keep it open for a few more days. Right. But but still, just to like, yeah, they've been open for two weeks-ish already. Yeah. There's like a, officially another two weeks to, really we're just pressuring you to like round out your team and get that final eighth or ninth guy Remember the want. time when we used to have about a month between winter and spring? Yeah, no longer. I miss that. Yeah, Rob, 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 Rob's at the NFL. Like, you know, th- you know how NFL goes Sunday, Monday, Thursday, and now they're going to have Friday, Black Friday games? Rob's like that now. He's like, no, no, we're going to go 50 weeks out of 52, we're going to play FPF. That's how we are now in this world. I guess it's one of those things where if you're eliminated or, like, your Only regular season on, finished, you actually do have a month to the next one. But if you're us, we don't. <laughs> we, we we don't. We last we year grind and we grind and we grind. Yeah, because last year when we were trying to um, chase the lost like weeks because of COVID, oh, right? It was horrible. We legit went from February nineteenth uh, for six months straight of, yeah. of FPF. It was crazy. It was just like you know, and then even when we had the time off, you're like a week and a half. It, yeah, it was like from, eight days, nine days. Yeah, it wasn't it long. Was, wasn't yeah. long. Okay, so just a reminder though. Uh, because there's no machine in the equation for spring season, Sundays, it's Concordia Outdoors Sunday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon. 
Uh, Brossard Sunday nights along with Laval Sunday nights outdoors. Monday, it's Stade de Soccer at Papineau, 7 to 11. And uh, Mary Vic on Monday nights as well from 7 to 10. Tuesday, we're in Brossard. And Thursday, we're outdoors in Laval. And there could be another day involved. Um, Wednesday could be the other option here. But essentially, we go from Sunday to Thursday for games. And uh, yeah, sign up. You know the whole nine. A, with, B, uh, C, D, E, and co-eds. And, with 9 a.m. games uh, yeah. now available for Sunday mornings uh, after partying uh, on Saturdays. I'll be scorekeeping those days. I am. I don't wake up past 11. Or before 11, know. rather. I know. I, I love calling you like at 10.55. What? What do you want? Nothing. <laughs> it's like my sleep fasting. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's doing his own fasting in his sleep. All right. Um, let's dive into the awards quickly here. Uh, congratulations to everyone who's won. Uh, it's on the Instagram page for those who want to know who won for every division out there. So yeah, we don't do an actual article anymore? No, no. Articles are very... The production values are uh, prehistoric and archaic. Yeah, yeah we're trying to... According work. to our Lord and Savior. Not me. You Robert. keep calling me like the uh, savior now. No, I'm not. Yeah. You're, you're second in command. All right. Um, so the, the big controversy quickly here is the uh, Div 1 division uh, defense player of the year controversy, uh, which Guillaume Ballon rightfully won. And I had him as my best defender in that division. And the point of contention is what, uh, Mr. Iggy? No, I'll, I'll flip it over to Eagle because uh, you guys got the, uh, the message. Uh, so what was the, the, it was more of a question, just like, Hey, what are your thoughts on, uh, Guillaume Bellin winning division one, the defensive player of the year, right? So the specific question we got, and I'm going to just wait for this thing to finish running with right. our last division here of uh, party crashers. There we go. And now we're done with our graphic. Yeah. So check out our Instagram post for the entire reel. The feedback we got was specifically in division one. Why Guillaume Bellin was picked as the Defensive Player of the Year. And so we're going to go take a look at the defensive tab specifically. Okay, so as you look that up here, yeah. I'm going to make this a quick point. Okay? Yeah, go for it. In football, stats, it can be a detriment to, you, to whatever position you play. So if you're a pass rusher, it's massive because you want to get sacks, okay? If you're a defensive back, you don't want to have too many tackles because that means you're being targeted often. So, yes and no, right? It, this always is a back-and-forth thing when it comes to defense. Are stats good or are stats bad, right? Are people avoiding you on purpose or are you just a playmaker or people picking on you? So the question that was brought up is you can make an argument in Division One that the most important stats is interceptions because it yes. takes away possessions from the opposing team. Tackles don't really matter. PDs are cool to burn down, but unless you're burning it on a fourth, fourth. down, yeah. we don't really track that specifically. I do. So the question, well, I, yes, we do, but do we consider it in our minds? So here's what we're looking at in terms of the stats. So if we sort by interceptions, Guillaume Paquet clearly has the most interceptions out of everyone on this list. Of the other people at four INTs, Kevin Liberté has the most tackles and the most PDs of the group. So what does that say, though? And you yet, Guillaume Bilan, with the least amount of tackles, the same amount of interceptions as other people, mm -hmm. and the potentially lowest, I guess you could say, of PDs, wins the award because of the three pick sixes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not even close. It's analytics. It's what you call it, man, right now. It's, it's the stats is what it is. It's like here. It's like when you do like MVP voting, right? T Ten points for first place, whatever, okay? Pick sixes are like first place votes. I'm going to disagree with you specifically for Division One because 
most offenses will score every drive. So the pick six doesn't actually change the ultimate score of the game because all it's doing is giving the ball back to the offense you just got a score off of instead of giving it to your offense, which would get the score anyways and play clock against them. The only time pick sixes are relevant in a game is if you're behind trying to catch up. If you're ahead... Who's to say that they weren't in, in they, that, that they case? Were. I checked the stats, but that's beside the point. Yes. So what do you call Guillaume Below? A cover corner. Okay. Okay. And that explains why he's undercutting out routes and taking it to the house but, at but, short distances. Kevin Liberté, he's got 43 tackles. And he has the same amount of picks and three but, more PDs. But, and, and, and double the And double by the, the way, we don't... So there's, there's another thing you didn't mention here. Is that, and we don't prorate stats. But we don't. Th- and this is not what I'm. Th- I'm about to say something that people are thinking I'm prorating stats. I'm not. He yeah. had the same number of interceptions in one less game played. That's not the same as prorating the stats. He had the same number of stats in one less game. That alone, forget the pick sixes. That alone is good enough. I mean, then there's then then you have the case of Theo Ojea, and they're doing it in in six games. Well, you also have I, the I case think, of Pake basically trading two pick sixes for two more ints. The, the closest to Guillaume Bella is Theo Ojea in this in this conversation. So this is where the second part of this conversation comes in. In that when we actually look at our ratings model that actually did the breakdown of the top ten defenders score wise in Division One, Guillaume Bella isn't even on the list. Okay, but what is this telling me as a defender, as a score for a defender? This is saying, based on all the metrics that we consider when it comes to the scoring of your defensive rating, yeah. that Theo Jaya scored the best in Division One as a defender at 96.4, followed by this order over here. Okay, so if we did a poll of Division One players, who is the best defender in Division One right now? Who wins that? I don't know. Guillaume Ballon wins that one. Hands down. You guys, every receiver will tell you that we want to be matched up with the best, which is Guillaume Malone. Which, fine, but now you're bringing it outside. The no, awards are a stat-based category. 100%. But, but if you ask the community in yeah. Division oh, One, yeah. Oh, I don't disagree with you. And Kevin LaLiberté, I don't think anyone knows who he is besides his guys from Party Crashers. No disrespect to Kevin, but I don't think anyone in All-Stars, I don't think anyone on Kangaroos, I don't think anyone on Double Straddle know who he is. I don't think anyone in Bulldogs know who he is. Everyone knows who Guillaume Malone is because, again, he plays in multiple teams. But at the end of the day... His stats are of quality when it comes down to it, and he was the best player. I watched a lot of Div 1 games this year, guys, and there's bar none, he was the best player, defensively speaking, here in this division. No question. I didn't even vote. For the record, I don't get a vote. No, oh, me neither. I didn't vote. Who voted, by the way? There's a, there's a, a committee, but none a of us are on computers. it. Okay, on to the next, on to the real topic here. Yeah. Enough of this controversy here. Let's get to the real stuff here. 35-plus uh, files happened. On, on Wednesday well, night. Let's get to the real stuff, Mo. Come on. Yeah, Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Uh, Tuesday night. Uh, it happened at Hebert. Monster against Glads. I caught a bit of it from my field. I was on field one scorekeeping that uh, uh, night of games here. But congrats to Monster. Andy Peterkin. Uh, not the best game in terms of pass completion ratio. But yeah. you, can, you can sense for Craig O'Brien a relief because the previous night before that, he lost in, in a division uh, higher than that. But are we surprised by the final score of Monster taking out Frank LeBeau and the Glads. I'm not surprised by the victory. Why is the margin so wide? There must have been a... Where's, oh, they, oh, wow, they converted a lot of extra point two. That That's what won them the game in such a blowout fashion because 
Sure, there was, I was one looking. more. I'm like, no interception, yeah, no running saying, scores, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Got six yeah. points off a of two-point conference. Right? And I mean, that's what no, I no, saw. No, 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 Mo, read it again. Yeah. There's eight oh, points I, off of I, two I, points. I, and two, yeah, they got ten whole points off of EPs. Oh, that's my. crazy. They that's... basically converted every single touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they went six for six. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, including yeah, four yeah, for four yeah. on that's, two points. Yeah, that's 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 nuts. I'm not I'm not surprised that they won. I'm not even surprised by the stat line of Andy Peterkin after having watched him play a game or two mm-hmm. in 35 plus. 10 of 20, yeah, they're bombs. Like he goes deep often, and if he's not, and then that pushes the defense uh, a little further. He takes off for those runs. He got three on three for 30 yards, so he's averaging a first down. Yeah. So he he was I. I'm not surprised that he was either chucking it deep or moving the chains with his legs. Um, again, congratulations to Monster. It was an effective uh, approach against Glads. The Glads couldn't score on their extra points, and that was one of the reasons why maybe they, they just there was just too much to catch up here, uh, and, 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 they couldn't, uh, and they couldn't convert. I'm wondering if they went for an onside kick. They did on the last play of the game. Didn't, didn't convert, and that was, the, uh, that was the game. Yeah, I mean, like, this... Moss team is, is loaded with talent. Uh, you think about Paul Lapierre, you think about Craig O'Brien, uh, Tony Lala, Mike Smith, um, Andrew, Andrew Blevins, who tore the, the divider uh, from field two to field three. <laughs> I am not surprised yeah, about know, that. It's, uh, it's wow, those, he's a monster. He's, he's definitely a monster, but uh, well earned by them, and congrats on them on winning their division for 35 plus. On to co ed one. Okay, so a lot to digest from co ed one, um, given that they had played. Way back on Sunday, so that we, re- yeah. you guys, are the recap for that. So we can preview. Way we did it. We back did on Sunday. Hold Wait, on. you guys didn't. Re- you guys didn't recap the game on Friday, last Friday, in the Friday morning breakfast. Yeah, one, no. two, coed, one, two, three. Next week. Oh, okay, fair enough. Then. We did not do it. Okay, it was a three-hour show. Need to do it. It was, and three- also we had to try and get the show done quickly, of which the message was not received clearly. You left, okay? You abandoned. I did not leave. Okay. All right, we were all right, an hour kids. Late. Relax, kids. Relax. <laughs> and I had shit to do on my day off. Okay, let's just do a quick recap of <laughs> of the four quarterfinal matchups here. Um, Funny Club has been hot. They they have now Fight run. Fight Club. Funny, Funny Club. Club. Oh, they've run. We don't through, talk about Fight Club. No, they've run through the the gauntlet now. They're in the final like four. Uh, Fast and Furious is also in. Northern Braves got in because the Girl Scouts forfeit, and Free Smoke beating the Power Rangers rather easily. Uh, anything that surprised you from the quarterfinal matchups of the four? Was there a final score that's like, whoa, that's surprising? Uh, not surprising. I was uh, disappointed with the Girl Scouts uh, forfeiting. They had, uh, had asked to move their playoff game and play it on the Saturday uh, to beat the Justice League, only to then uh, call a forfeit the day after. A little uh, disappointed there. Um, wait, wait, wait. Wait, so we didn't move the schedule officially on the th- sheet? Correct. Okay, that's why. Yes, yes, that's why you don't see it there. Um, anything else? No, not really. Uh, like, it's not that f- I'm not surprised that Fast and Not Furious won the game, but in the fashion that they did, a 12-point 12 12 victory, uh, really not even, well, yeah, it would have been brought to the five plays, but, like, not really, not really close. Uh, Funny Club 2, Game of the Week. Uh, there was something about Funny Club that Kiss My Outlaws couldn't, couldn't beat so what was it that they couldn't beat like, i mean uh, if you look at the game from game of the week uh aj gomes would love him but he got beat deep twice yeah um especially once on fourth down uh there was a missed interception by sanders armand 
that literally the ball looks like he's being the like targeted for the for the ball mm-hmm. and he just drops it it was like it's those balls that are just so easy they're they're so slowly coming in and he just made a mental mistake and on fourth down Vincent said capitalized uh and, and it was just that there was just time and time again not being able to properly defend the second quarterback right. was another thing right. uh that they they had played the week before the Saturday before final game of the regular season and both times, Funny Club just had the edge over Kismayat Watts. Okay, so now it's the semifinals. Uh, we got Northern Braves, Funny Club, and we have Fast Enough Furious, Free Smoke, that will play this Sunday in Lachine. On my field, by the way. Amazing. Cool. So you get to see firsthand. Um, of the two games left now, Biggs, who has a chance to pull off the upset? <sighs> Maybe the Funny Club, right? Because a lot of their Braves guys are they're playing. Sack guys. Flagman, uh, right? Yes. Uh, funny. No, France. Who are you thinking of? Flagman Sa. I uh, sorry. I beg your pardon. Yeah. I, I, Alex Nadeau Pugh's being one of them. Uh, sure. Uh, I haven't seen him. Like Francois, I'm not sure he's Francois Rochelot. I mean, they're all playoff eligible, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. Because no. I'm not sure they fit though. If no. if, if the Wiltratiers, yeah. the JD, uh, JD Chevalier, if, if they're all there. Um, but. I don't know how you feel. I, I I'm interested in, in watching it just because they're so familiar with the Jomayer playbook. Well, they lost by four to Northern Braves. Right. Uh, uh, how long ago? March 18th. Okay, so not too long Less ago, but that's ago. that's close. Yeah. That's a close game. So I mean, I expect much of the same here. I expect another close game, and I I think they could pull off the upset. Uh, I'm still giving 66 percent odds though for Northern Braves to come away. Yeah, I think I think the Braves will be the favorites because you look at their team and how they're loaded themselves. I mean, the Braves might ultimately win two, maybe three championships uh, this yeah. roadshow weekend coming up. Potentially, yeah. And I, this is going to be a game that's going to go well past the over. Whatever the line, you can put the line at sixty-five, and it'll be over that. Yeah, I apologize. You can put the line at seventy-five. Mm, that's close. Forty-eight, forty-four last game. That yeah. 92 points produced. I think it's going to be well over that number. And I think it might come down to extra points. And, yeah. and who can hit those extra points. And that's going to be key. And, you know, Joe Mayo is very – he's cerebral in how he sees it. Like he's – you know, quarterbacks always think, you know, two plays in advance. Okay, if I yeah. do this, I'll go over here. He's thinking two series in advance. He goes, okay, I got 10 minutes left. I'm down by one. Okay, if I hit now, like, you know, he's we gotta go. Working. We got to go quick or, or yeah, drain the clock. Clock yeah. management, right? And yeah. I think that's what it's going to come down to is how Joe Mario sees it. And can Funny Club mm-hmm. steal a possession or two from them? If they can't do that, Braves have a great chance to win this football game. That, and if they can't stop Lorian Beauchamp, receiver of the year in Coed yeah. 1, they're right. done. They're done. Right. Because they don't have the female athletes to, to man up with Lorian. She's right. going to burn them. So they're, they're probably – and I, I spoke about this with Phil Farran during the regular season. <clears throat> Put one of your guys on her. Take, shut her down. Yeah, she's, she's a really she's, good player. She's going to burn you otherwise. So yeah. they, they have the game plan around her, I, I believe. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so now in that case, we got uh, Fast Not Furious and Free Smoke. And now this the Free Smoke that I see in, in the men's or the adult division. Mm, yeah. You know, whatever. But in this division, they are – Phenomenal. Jimmy Lee Janvier, for whatever reason, has done remarkably well. And now he goes up against a very good Fast Not Furious team. Um, are we are we buying the odds here for them to maybe make this competitive and perhaps come away with a victory if they can pull it off maybe the last five plays for that matter? 
So speaking of the men's division for l- like two seconds, uh, Jimmy Lee Janvier going against Mangus and James Drysdale, who's on that team, picked yeah. him off here. I don't like that matchup here again. They're going to re- revisit for a second time in, in Lost by one. three to uh, Fast Life Furious. Yeah, they're, they're, like the only way Free Smoke wins this game if it's it's if, if it's high scoring. If it's a 34-28 type of game where both both teams have thrown interceptions, advantage Fast and Not Furious. Advantage Fast and Not Furious even if it's high scoring. Right. It's their only way, though, for Free Smoke to win this game is, is if it's a 60 to 56 kind of game. I, I, I'm going to use a baseball analogy to Go describe Jimmy Lee Janvier. He's got those strikes. Yeah. He can't throw runs. balls. Like, he can't throw wild pitches. Like, you know, you know, in baseball, when you have that pitcher that throws yeah. junk, he can't do that against Fast Not Fierce because they'll eat him alive yeah. and spit him out can, and eat him again. Can he throw a home run, though? He can throw a home run. He, he, he can <laughs> okay, hit a home interesting. Run. Yeah, so he, we're, he, we're he blending can, them in the opposite way. Yeah, he can hit a home run. Yeah. But the question is, you know, he's not a power thrower, but he's a guy that's a rhythm thrower. And he's got to get a rhythm, and yeah. he's got to make sure he's going to play clean. If he plays clean, it gives them a chance to win this football game. But if, if he doesn't do that, uh, fast enough, furious, you know, I call them false kings. Mm-hmm. I do call them false kings. But here we are in the final four, and, you know, they're about to punch their passports to the finals if they're if, – if they somehow glitch up, which I don't think they will mm-hmm. in this game here. So I think right now, when you think about it in the Final Four, Braves, Fast Off Furious, I think both would be heavy favorites. But yep. I think you're right. The Funny Club has the better of the two, quote-unquote, underdogs to pull off the win yep. in the Final Four. All right, so on to Co-Ed 2. Um, to recap the quarterfinals that we had on April 2nd, even though we are now April 13th. <laughs> yeah. April second um, and and uh, April tenth, it was wrapped up with uh, Fireball and and IG team as well. Yeah. So would you say it's Great Balls of Fire? Sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Have so we not made that joke all season, by the way? I Why did it only dawn on me now? <laughs> because you've been focused. Eagle. Yeah. No, if anything, I'm you, less focused. Yes, exactly. No. Uh, you just you like autopilot right now, Eagles. All right. So surprising that the Badgers and IG team won their games against Fit Squad and Fireball. Yeah, that that was really the story on uh, on that Sunday was and and Pease touched on it more in uh, Division Three with Stoics, but Chris Rive and his playoff magic that that he that he just he's different. He's different in the playoffs. He he knocked out Fighting Tigers in overtime, and then goes at, at three o'clock, and then at five o'clock takes down the number one seed Fit Squad, not only beats them twenty nine to twenty six. It's a team that had annihilated them one week before. I think the score here, if I just scroll down, they lost to Fifth Squad 47-6 to Go on March 26th, one week before. You lose by 41 points, and you're going into that game with, I think, little confidence. Right. But it's Chris Freeve playoff football, and he's different, and he's showing it again, and we'll talk about it in Division Three. but again, he's, he's just knocking down Every pillar that's that's thrown in front of him. Yeah, like C. Riv is is a big game player, man, in, in the in those uh, tight contests, and he's shown his worth for Badgers, right? I mean, they brought him in because they felt that uh, their quarterback play wasn't there, and he's he's got a report of Caesar Garcia Ruiz, or yeah. is it Ruiz, Ruiz Garcia? I apologize. Uh, Caesar Caesar Garcia Diaz. Diaz, I apologize for that, and. You know, he's having a lot of fun with them, and I think that's a massive win for them. They probably have the momentum coming into the game against Benchwarmers, which we'll get to momentarily here. Yeah. But you look at the other games, Kiss Man Zone, 
They they beat Flashbang by five. And on a Hail Trumpers. Mary. Yeah, on a Hail Mary, which I heard you scream loud and proud of when I was like, this <laughs> stupid loser is... I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't yeah, believe yeah, it. Don't worry. Don't worry. I heard your, your scream like, this idiot screaming like he just won the championship, but it's like uh, April 2nd. This it's, it, sure, it's April 2nd, but they, I Kiss My End Zone had a 5% chance, and that's being generous, 5% chance 5% of winning chance? this game. Who gives 5% chance? No, 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 no. With, with given the, at the end of the game, there was three, three plays left to score, and that, that's like a 5% chance of winning the game. According to? With three plays remaining, that's, odds are we're going to lose that game. And on a Hail Mary, I'm just throwing it into the end zone, and, and, and the answer was prayer. Yeah, I was hoping you'd lose that game. Maybe one last trophy. The answer was prayer. The prayer was answered. I'm yeah, uh, no. mixing up my uh, yeah. my emotions here. Yeah. Um, Jesus has risen when you threw that ball some, in the end some, zone. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm just throwing it in the air, uh, in the end zone, and hoping someone catches it and will, with the awareness, the 99 Madden awareness rating, instead of attacking the ball, goes to the back line, make sure he looks at the line to make sure not to step out of bounds and be an illegal participant in the play. One hands it, tips it to himself to grab the ball, get one knee or both knees down, but really all you need is one knee to be, uh, that counts as two feet. Yeah. And, uh, and he grabs the ball and gets a game-winning touchdown. So, yeah, that was, that was an awesome one as well. All right. I guess uh, Will Power used all his luck for you and not for peace. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He was, he was tapped out. He had no power in his yeah. resources. Okay, bench warmers you win. Didn't charge it because the electricity went out. Exactly. So bench warmers win and IG team win, and now we're to the final four. We got Badgers, bench warmers, Kiss My End Zone, IG team. Now bench warmers. If it, it fascinates me because of the Nick mm-hmm. Rizzo Gomes situation, right? Yep. He's not there. Um, do we go with the do we go with the momentum angle of Badgers? I know, look, it's it's a long layoff from April 2nd to the 15th. That's two weeks. But C-Riv has played in between yep. that, so he's still in rhythm mm-hmm. along with some of his teammates. So are we using the underdog as being the favorites in this football game? I think so. I think the Badgers are slight favorites in, in this game. Now, does that slight favor just going up against two teams get neutralized by the fact that bench warmers are probably going to start on defense uh, to begin the game and, and get the ball back in the second half? Maybe. Uh, bench warmers, you know, were even, a, I think, a slight underdog against deep balls. But right. look how they performed, right? 32-13 to 13 victory. Uh, Gab Wiseman's a smart quarterback. While his arm might be a little limited in terms of the strength that he can throw deep. How, how, health, how healthy is he, though? I, we're not sure, right? Exactly. He's, he's, he's snapping for Bruins now, uh, opting uh, to go with Chris Vero at quarterback. Uh, but they, they've got something with both teams have something to prove here. Yeah. Uh, they, they both kind of think they're being called the underdogs, but want to show something a, a little more. That's right. what makes this one a really interesting matchup. Yeah, I think the fascination is that the, if, look, Wiseman's a really good player. But I think it's neutralized by the fact that he might be banged up, and if he is, Chris Uve has the advantage of the quarterback. You know, because they match up cerebrally, cerebrally, they match up pretty well. Yeah. But if you're giving now the arm power, uh, pretty much full strength to Chris Uve, the advantage sways towards towards hundred percent. So, I think both are smart with the ball in their hands. I think this might be a low scoring game. This might be high twenties. Okay. High 20s. I think both will consume clock. 
and yeah, I could see it and use plays. They're not going to go out there and sling it forty bombs, and they're not going to do that. Chris Rive might do it, you know, one or twice, but once or twice, but. I don't think Gab Wiseman will do that in right. football. Yeah, it'll be s- slow and methodical drives up yeah, field, two scores per half. I, 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 like, I see like it. an eight minute office, like your office as you play IG team, perhaps. So now, if I am the IG team, it's tough because I know you, you you're involved in the game directly here. Yeah, but what weaknesses can they look at from your team if there is any? That's a good question because there's not, like being a neutral observer, which I'm not. Uh, there's little weaknesses on on Kiss My End Zone. The recruiting on the girl side and the and male side uh, has put together. While they're not elite, they've the 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 team has gelled together in a in a in a way that doesn't allow a team to expose uh, Kiss My End Zone. Although you bring in Jeans the Alexi, how do you think? A mob- such a mobile quarterback. I think this is going to be one of the keys to the game is Jeansley Alexi versus Zachary Albertskill. What do you think? Well, actually, that's not the match I'm looking at. Okay. I'm what looking at if they go with him rushing you. Jerry Bobiff uh, is a guy that he rushes in Div-, Div 1 with kangaroos. Right. He's got a lot of speed. He may not get to the quarterback yet. He's got one sack to his name. He's got three PDs. He's the fascination of this game. Okay. We know we know about Zach Albuquerque. We know what he is. Okay, he, he's Jared Audric. Right, but can he stop Jeans the Alexi? Well, that's going to be the key, right? Like, it, it, can his size keep up with the cheetah-like speed of Jeans Lee in this matchup? But I, I'm thinking about Jerry Bobiff and how okay. he will play you. Okay, because he's a guy that no one talks about in right. FPF, and he's underrated, and he can definitely be influenced in this football game. And when you think about this IG team, they, I believe, had, I think, close to 20 INTs. I think they were around the high teens, like 18, 16, okay. 17, 18 INTs. So if they can force you to make a bad throw, and I have the film on you, by the way. I have that screenshot of you make throwing an INT, by the way. Um, then, yes, I, I think that can happen. I think that can happen for sure. But it's going to be them being disciplined, playing your disciplined offense. Can they remain focused right. and not give up? too much in their defensive front and allow you to kind of be surgical and try to open up their heart for a victory. Also, reminder, power has been restored, so Will's going to be at full form. With? Unlucky. Unlucky for He PZ. may or may not be there. Unlucky for PZ, but uh, lucky for uh, for Iggy. So, yeah, I think it's the pass rushers in this game more yep, than anything else. definitely. Um, and, the, the, like, underrated is that the IG team has – the nose for the football. They have a GPS to find the football with ease. And if they can get a turnover, maybe two, if they're lucky, and they convert for points, that could be the difference in this football game. All right, on to co-ed three. Again, since you guys didn't cover yes, it last week in the four-hour show. Three-hour show. I, I didn't was, do it. I was told four hours. Three. Check long. the tape. Thanks for watching, Mo. Like, I know power. Like, subscribe. Do, do all the things to uh, to be connected. Of well. course. Okay, so quarterfinals. Um, Scott's thoughts and Kanikule win. Are we surprised by the two winners? Uh, Scott's thoughts, I called them out at the halfway point, thinking they were, they were not going to be good, and I was going to swipe left on them, and they have swiped left on me, and now here Ooh. they are on the final four. Uh, they beat Pacquiao by by 11, and Kenny Coulet win by 15 over La Secte, which has been very uh, Downhill polarizing. since the, mid, the midway yeah, point of the well, season. They started at 4-0 and polarizing. So are we surprised by the winners of the quarterfinals? Not necessarily. Um, Michael Scott's thoughts, 
lost to Paquer very early on in the season. I was surprised by that outcome early on in the season, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as they grew along, as Kenny Boutillier, you know, he, he obviously runs a bit more than, than the traditional quarterback. I thought that as he progressed through the season, I thought that he this was a team in Paquer that he could get a victory in. And this is a, this is more of the scoreline that I expected, 25 to 14 for, for Scott's thoughts. So I'm not too surprised there. Right. For Lasek, it sucks, man. We we, we were hailing and glory, glorifying them uh, in co-ed three, top of the division uh, at the midway point. I, I felt it. I felt the slide going down. They just couldn't stop that snowball. And here here we're in April with 26-degree weather. It melted. It, it absolutely melted. And, and uh, Canicule, there was a bit of controversy with, with someone there, not there, games played, but that oh, all that boy. was rectified. Uh, and now we have our semifinal matchup. So we got Bustan against Michael Scott's thoughts and Sneaky Snakes against Canicule. Um, do you believe this could be two romps in the semifinals for both games? Uh, no. Not for both. Maybe the half and half uh, game, especially it appears that Michael Scott's thoughts may not be able to uh, field a full yeah, roster of six. Right, uh, looks like they're going to be able to at least uh, man uh, man or man or play uh, five players. Right. Uh, so that one already looks like yeah, it could be you know thirty five to X score. The sneaky snakes. Canicule game that 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 one's going to be close. That one's going to that one could come to an overtime game, right? If not a final possession to either uh, score and win or defense stops and uh, and wins the game. So how does Canicule win this game then? If they if it's going to come out to an overtime session, obviously you got to score more points. But is there something you have to look at that they can target that can perhaps give them the edge over Sneaky Snakes? Uh, and they lo- they beat them by four way back in week two in, in January. So it'll be nearly three months since the last rendezvous with these two teams. Yeah, the the key to success for Canicule has been Athena Ryan completing constantly, and 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 she's very much that rhythm quarterback, like you said, with Jimmy Lee Janvier. Uh, in her initial playoff game, eight of twenty two, that that game kind of got away from her. Yeah. In terms of completing uh, easier passes and, and getting uh, involved in the game, in, in 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 that sense, still led to a victory um, from her defense. Ezekiel Tiede, three interceptions, one pick six. He was a difference maker. Uh, if, um, sorry, their their opponent, uh, Sneaky Snakes, if they make risky throws, they have to watch out for Ezekiel making plays. He's a playmaker out there for them. Uh, those those are the two keys. Athena right. Ryan completing passes, driving the field methodically, and Ezekiel uh, being a, a difference maker on, on the DB line. Well, it, it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out, right? I mean, I think I think it's one turnover that I think makes a difference in this football game. And if that happens for Kenny Coulet, then, then a, all bets are off. Yep. I think it puts more angst in Sneaky Snakes. Perhaps you know, and and that's gonna be key. And by the way, they beat them twice uh, against Sticky Snakes, so they do know how to play them. They do know how to play them. So this might be a closer affair. Um, and fans are being boosted against one of these two teams um, because with Michael Scott's thoughts roster situation right now, which we don't know. Hopefully, we get that confirmed well before the weekend. Um, then yeah, it's gonna be uh, a game that. Could come down to that turnover being in favor for Kenny Kuday to have the chance to beat Sneaky Snakes again and go into the Brossard on Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. 
Through the women's one we go. Uh, again, same thing. They played April 2nd. Um, I'll make a quick point. Montréal Liu, told you, can't score points, can't win. So we knew this, though, that FPF is an offensive but game. It is blinders by some who, oh, Montréal Liu can play tough defense. I go, you're not going to win. It's So the only reason why defense could be a stronger impact here is the women's rules, right? Four downs to the half, four downs to the end zone. Defense could make more of an – it does make more of an impact than in the regular for, uh, 10 yards for a first down yeah. in regular FPF rules. So I see where the the argument came from, but ultimately flag in general is a game for the offense. 100%, man. So, it's tailored for that, you know. So especially yeah. come playoff time where you're now uh, playing against more adept offenses, more complex offenses, and, and – and and just better executing offenses, you got it. You got to keep up with the points. Yep. Yeah, you know, for the list, when one big is Blue Pud and then Bruce Speed Bees. Um, I'm not surprised about those games. Uh, we were talking about the list being a team to watch out for. They yep. were kind of getting momentum. They found the rhythm and by the second halfway point in the season, and here they are in the final four. So Le Bleu beat Fleur de Lis by 14, and Bruce beat Vortex by six. Funny how he's not here to take his <laughs> beatings from me. This this we did somewhat. Uh, debate. So I I took the brutes position. Uh, I took your uh, your mode like ass position. So we. Uh, oh, you want you want to know the message you sent me? Hold on oh, here. oh. So we're gonna stop the show no. because Mo Mo Khan here is gonna the mode and Mo connection over here. That's what we should be called. So because I because I'd asked her uh, back in January. Hey, I I go. I know you're gonna play in the finals, but if, oh. if you're not gonna be in the finals, would you like to be part of the um the road, road show? show? And she said, yeah, you know, if, if I'm not there, yeah. So she wrote, uh, I, I said, hey, I got, well, hold on, my thing's not. Uh, hold, on here, hold on here, hold on here. You're not, here. not ready, not here. prepared. I'm prepared here. Okay, here we go. Okay. Sorry, finals, obligato, LOL. I won't be able to chill with you and the comment on the game. Hope you find someone who will cheer for the same team as you. Ha, ha, ha. I go, that's perfectly fine with me. I can hold this against Peas. Congrats to make it to the finals. Thank you. Yeah, I need to make up for the super loss in the Winter Cup to uh, to uh, to Vortex. Mm. But, uh, you know, she goes, she appreciates the support. And at the end of the day, it wasn't the best game from her right. against Vortex. Yeah. But a win's a win. And she's looking forward to playing the finals. And so they will play uh, Le Bleu. So now we get Le Bleu winning their game rather easily. Brutes winning their game. Right now, I know we'll preview the finals next weekend. Yes. We're not playing this week. But when you look at these two teams here, I think we have the two best teams who are playing the finals. I think so as well. But in that Brutes Vortex game, Mo, uh, and we saw this in that Fall Cup final, Brutes were up two scores. Vortex get their touchdown that they need. And was it about six or seven plays, five plays remaining? Modela Castro's a pick. That's right. To Virginie Aubu-Menant, giving Vortex a chance uh, to get back into the game and, and, and tie, tie the game up. And if it's not for a sack by Maggie Gervais for an 11-yard loss, which was huge, really set them back, Vortex, I think, had a chance to really come back in this game and, and at least force it to go into overtime. Yeah. But that's all to come back to. That's the second time that Maud Lacasse, in a pressure-filled situation... Throws an interception late in the game, which, again, to Vortex, 
which puts them the the brutes in a tough position when they should be in a comfortable position. She, what what she I, what? was toying with them. What? She was toying with them. She was toying with them. Toying I with mean, them. we did see that uh, slightly in uh in uh, on our in- Instagram page, the smash out from uh from Grand 2.0 herself uh, Laurence Pombrian. When uh, look, I I remember seeing it against the uh the Lou le, le Lou uh, uh, in the in the fall uh, regular seasons, it was it looked easy there. It looked easy again, even against you know a, a very talented uh, Vortex yeah, crew. I think this is a massive win for uh, for Bruce over Vortex. It's a psychological win. For yes, them. yeah, uh, I, I'll give you that. To overcome yeah, that. Sure. Um, yeah, look, Moat said like she, it was my best game. Right, it wasn't her best game. Right, that's I, why I bring that's it up. okay. You 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 have that now. And and she'll have time for the next one, which is ne- will be on Sunday, April twenty third, three p.m. against a very good Le Bleu team. And we can't discount what Le Bleu are as a mm-hmm. football team. They are a phenomenal team to watch. They are Machines. they have so much um, talent to work with. And I'm not, I'm not going to discount these guys at all because I think Le Bleu will make it very tough for uh, uh, for Brutes in this football. Oh, absolutely. Game. You know, and they are probably the favorites by three, four and a half points. I think so. Yeah, if there was a line on it, yeah, I think three, you know, three to four points is is a uh, is a pretty accurate line. And can 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 the Brutes stop the high flying offense attack? You got Lagasse, Bastien, Rossim, uh, Baudouin. Um, you look at Renault. Uh, so many weapons there. They, they so many weapons. Could march, uh, genius. You know they, all those are double digit pass catchers. Yeah. Who do you stop? Who do you contain? Like you know, it's. It's going to be a, a game of how does this Brutes team counter this Le Bleu team? Because you think about it during the regular season when they played each other, mm. um, they lost by I believe it was twenty two points, thirty two points, whatever Ouch. it was. Uh, you know, it was one of those bad games for them. Right. But nonetheless, though, I believe. Hold on, my thing is slowing down here. I was I try to open up the screen for the game here for Le Bleu. Huh? The, the game, this this box score with that game here. Uh, you know, 44 to 12. Yeah, 44 to 12. Lacasse didn't have a good game. So that is Mo Lacasse rebound and reprogram her brain to say, okay, how do I not end up being how it was against Le Bleu? And this ends up being a blowout in the uh, first half. And then in the second half, we couldn't score any points. Yeah. But tune in uh, next week. We'll uh, we'll go in depth on uh, on, on how Mo Lacasse will rebound. Absolutely. On to the women's two. Um, so divisional playoffs. Um, Lebu Wildcats wins, Studios wins, and Lepit Mayette win. Okay, so we move on to the quarterfinals. This is where we're going to focus on the quarterfinals here on, on the Monday. Sure. Which this we did actually did cover. Uh, okay, last so week. so what we didn't cover was the semifinals on Monday. April perfect. 10th, so we'll cover semifinals. I, I, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. That. Okay. No, so you weren't here, and you don't listen to the show. I don't listen you're, to the show because I know yes, power. Because yes, because you're the biggest fan of us. I am. I am. Yeah. I didn't know who's here. I was confused by who was here, who wasn't here. <laughs> and was and when and at what time? Yeah, like 10 a.m. Uh, start time. Breakfast <laughs> at Wimbledon over here. Okay, so Carrie Babes wax Wildcats and Ibu beaten set by by uh, big score 26 here. More surprised by which scoreline? Uh, so I'm. If I knew that the Wildcats had their entire roster, I would have said Carababes beating them thirty-one to six would have been more surprising. But Wildcats were missing their quarterback in this one. Okay, so that makes a huge difference. So or and already to put up six points without with your backup quarterback and not someone who who you've been practicing with all season is is actually pretty decent to put up a touchdown. Right. Uh, that said, 
Leibu 32 to 6 over Linkset. That's that's serious because Linkset were the number two seed uh, by season's end. Uh, and I, I had seen them on the previous Monday. Uh, they, again, this is what I worried is that if they, they th- in this game, they against Leibu, they targeted a, Constance Milan a little too much, forced the ball to her. Instead of going to the other options, Enya Pru, uh, Joel Deschamps, they had big games on Monday night. And 5 of 12, while 83 yards and one touchdown is great, that means you connected maybe twice for, for, for some deep balls. But getting the other receivers involved, which, again, they did with Enya catching six, Joel uh, catching uh, another, uh, sorry, Enya catching seven passes, Joel uh, catching six, they just weren't able to evade uh, tackles from Leibu to, to really drive the field and, and, and keep sustained drives alive. Right. And, and Salamo Damel throwing three interceptions is just not the type of football that, that, uh, that I saw on Monday night against, uh, I believe it was, it wasn't Steelers. That was the first game. Uh, their fir- their uh, game was against Phoenix. Uh, nope. I, again, I'm wrong on that. Um, Linkset beat Leptimiet. Sorry about yeah. that. Apologies. Um, where their defense really showed to play, show up to play, only allowing seven. In this one, they just couldn't get a stop against uh, Leibou and Emil uh, Adam. She she torched them. 19 of 29, 240 yards, five touchdowns. That was consistently going downfield, driving, and punching it in once they were in the red zone. Yeah, look, it's... Carababes, well-earned. Leibou, well-earned. I think yep. they played really good football, and... I think it's unfortunate with injuries to Wildcats. It wasn't an injury. I think they were just out of town for yeah. e- uh, that Easter Monday, right? right? So yeah. it sucks for them. But it, look, we get we'll talk about it next week with Caribbeans against Leibu, but that should be a fascinating, compelling game with those two teams mm-hmm. going at it at that time. All right, on to Division Six. So a lot to assess here. We'll do a quick recap here. We're not going to go in depth for the recap that was because there's so many games to recap. We'll do yeah. more of the preview of the, of the quarterfinals that we have left here because it's five rounds of this of this godforsaken division. Of yeah, six. with wild cards. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But uh, the ultimate wild card, Mokon, uh, and the ultimate Cinderella story here from Division Six has to be the slippery slopes yeah. taking taking down right. They're the twentieth seed. In in Division Six, taking down the 13 seed Dewey Molas. Yeah, that was a eight, terrible game for Dewey Molas. Eighteen, like to, yeah, they, they they it shows on the score, right? Putting up zero points, and then this uh, past Wednesday, taking down the number one seed Habibis, the ten and zero, sh- yeah, fa- so- maybe facing no adversity all season or very little adversity, and when it came push came to shove, and you'll you'll give us some context here. Yeah, uh, they faltered or withered or what happened here? Yeah, so. Um, slopes were up, and BB scored. They're down by one, and okay. and I think it was down to like five plays. And because Mike, you might feel I just finished, and we're watching two games at once. Right, uh, we're watching the uh, Pigeons McAdoo game at the same time. And so th- the thing was, Slopes didn't know how the onside kick rule wor- <laughs> works. Right, they didn't know sounds how to like them. Yeah, and so BB's hit it. They get the ball at midfield, and, and so gets, so w- back up. So. Habibis just scored a touchdown to go up by one. No, they're down by one. Oh, they're down by yeah. one. So forcing them really to go for the yeah, onside kick. Exactly. They go for the onside kick. There's five plays remaining. Yeah, something like that. And they hit near, it. Near. They, yeah. they convert. Yep. And now let's say there's five plays remaining. And they got stopped. And they, and they got stopped. Stopped, yeah. So Slopes, their offense is not sexy. 
Their defense is Ardo Kachikian, who played for Concordia, former CFL player. I think he won oh. a great cup, by the way. Can you look that up? Former CFL player. Yeah, can you look it up for me, Ardo Kachikian? Yes, no. you. Produce the show. Producer, please. You mind Hello? Please. Can you hear us? I'm fascinated. I can hear you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I think you might have won a great cup with Ottawa. Anyway, so... What? what? <laughs> They, really? Yeah, I think one of a great oh, cup with okay. Ottawa. So anyway, um, twenty sixteen. Um, okay, they they their defense is going to be key for them at this point, right? And, and that's mm-hmm. what's won in that game. And when you look at it right now, for the teams who are now in the quarterfinals, and Habib and like McAbee's got very lucky. Pigeons could have beat them, couldn't figure it out in overtime how to beat them, and they were literally jaws of defeat at the mercy of, of Pigeons couldn't do so in that situation. But now you look at the quarterfinal matchups. Mm-hmm. X-Men, Wild Hogs, LaSalle, Warrior Midgets against Maccabees, which I think is the best game of the four. Dak to the Future, Fiddlers, Baby Rays, Slippery Slopes. These are actually all very good matchups. but I, I think the Rays are going to wreck Slopes. Yeah, probably by, by sheer experience. Yeah, I just don't think Slopes have that offensive acumen and the bandwidth to keep up with Baby Rays. Although I'm surprised Baby Rays only put up 24 against No Fly Zone. But that's okay, though. That's playoffs, man. Like, you're not going to you're not gonna win pretty all the time. You're yeah, going to win ugly. Slippery Slopes put up uh, 30. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're not going to win pretty, though. Like, you're going to win ugly. You're okay. going to win, gonna win so, you know, whatever. Going through diarrhea for all we know. Yeah, but going through literal, literally through Slippery Slopes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, I think we agree. The Rays are going to be massive favorites against yes, Slippery Slopes. I do agree Sunday. with that. If they're going to pull off the win. I think the Rays have to self-destruct, like literally self-destruct, like on like three th- on like three plays. Yeah, which is a lot. Yeah. Yes, I I would have to agree. I mean, yeah. yeah, they're heavy underdogs in this one, but can they ride all that momentum against they? Come on, they were huge underdogs against Habibis. Zach Stacy throwing in Division Five, gaining all that double experience, throwing in two divisions. This is this one where the game's so much slower. I I, I gave them like. A five percent. This one literally going into the game, I gave Sibri Slopes five percent chance. Right. They came out on top. I was so surprised by that score. Can they ride that momentum? And no, no. no you I really think so. this has to be a yeah, destruction? Their their offense does not la- lacks the whip uh, to really go far. They if this if this ends up being high scoring, they don't keep up with these guys. They gotta figure it out. Max clock. You know, uh, ask for tech timeouts. Like they have to really right. offset grind it the baby race course of how they want to be in this football game. So I think in this situation, this might be, um, I'm not saying it's going to be no five plays, but th- this is the game that I think can have no five plays. Right. I mean, in uh, Dak to the Future on Wednesday night, that didn't go to five plays against Dime Squad. It was 44 nothing. There was a bit of silliness going on on the field, as I uh, mentioned to you yeah, guys. I saw that. Yeah. It was guys uh, doing push-ups uh, before in the, like push-up formation while they were in uh, balance formation on on attack. Uh, luckily, Dime Squad didn't take it in a bad way, and then were kind of playing along in the silliness. But uh, I mean, Back to the Future has that really offensive juggernaut of an offense, and if Fiddlers can't keep up. This this one could be one without five plays as well, but the score being like forty four to twenty eight in Manny Bezogius's best attempt to put up as many points as he can. I don't know if he can reach forty points. That's that's not necessarily his game. Can he no. reach thirty? No. Yes. No. no. I think he can. No. He can Fiddlers, reach thirty, but no. that's his. That's his best, right? No, Fiddlers. No. 
No. But that's it. They're, so they're, them two are, are heavy underdogs going into this one. Back to the Future, they, they clearly have, have uh, flag experience. And Oriola Poirier is, is just an absolute monster on both sides of the ball. Rushing and, and as a receiver, he's, he's nasty. Had him sub for me in Division Four, not out of place whatsoever. Yeah, whatsoever. If, if Fillers are going to pull it off, uh, Bazogius is the key, obviously. But yeah. can a guy like Andrew Perillo be a factor? Can can he find himself open in these situations? Or can Santucci find himself open? You know, Lombardi. Again, we don't know situation right now with him. Right. But um, overall, this team will need to get uh, a more of a well-versed palette of plays. If they're gonna have this chance to win, and I think a guy like Kim Scala, he's gotta come up with some big plays on on, on defense. Yeah, and if he can't do that, um, this might be another run. This might be another uh, yeah. game where you can see Dak the future whip them and whip them bad. Like it's, uh, you know, Div Six is one of those divisions, and not to go off course here, but Div Six is one of those divisions where hit or miss. Yeah, like you, you, the underdog has a chance to go, like a, a legit chance to go to the finals because Div Six is sort of that developmental division. Not no disrespect to them, but like. You don't know, like you know, you might have a, a hard record, and you end up being three and seven in the playoffs, and then you just run the table, right. you know. And you might be easy record ten and zero, and okay, this team's, and then they get wrapped, right? So, I just think in this situation right now, um, the Fiddlers, I, I saw them play a couple times this year. They just they don't they don't impress me. I'm sorry, but they don't impress yeah. me. Yeah, good, yeah, good for them for getting to this point here. But now you're playing the big hitters. Yes, exactly. Yes, yeah. earn, the, earn the respect, earn the keep. Now, can you do it? I don't think they can. Okay. Well, they'll they'll uh, prove us wrong yeah, on, uh, on Sunday. Peasy. Hey, Peasy, Peasy, uh-huh. um, I'm not Peasy, guys. I'm Uh I don't know. You you think the LaSalle Warriors midget Maccabees game is going to be close? I, I don't. I think see. both. I think both games will be close. I I don't I don't see anyone stopping the LaSalle Warriors midget. A uh, couple scorekeepers yesterday, including Rob Campana, saying I got a I got a good look at uh, Emerson Peterkin. That guy can ball. Yeah, 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 he can ball. Jordan Morgese uh, as well. He's, he's like, these kids are unstoppable. I, I'm i not sure the Maccabees... I, I, I like the guys. They they think we, we hate them here, uh, talking smack, but they, they're they going to have to slow the game down. They're going to have to... And, and, and you know what? Shimi Khan's, that's his offense, is the rollout, the, the dink and dunk, the very, very much like a mini Joey Taylor-like offense. Yeah, you're gonna need nine to ten plays and and, and key and limit the possessions for LaSalle Warriors Midget here because they're explosive. They they're a one one play forty yard touchdown, forty yard run touchdown, forty yard pass touchdown kind of team. They're explosive and, and they can score in three, four plays. So in watching Maccabees play, um I now I've seen them play twice. Uh, they played in my field uh way back. I'm trying to think here. When were they in my field? Uh, hold on here. I'm just thinking quickly here. Speak! Speak, Mokan. Speak! <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> oh, no, okay. he said it's fine. He said it's fine. Yeah, no, I saw them play. Uh, they were on my field. Mo knows how to do broadcasting. But, but, I don't have to remind him how to do But did you job. find if Arto Kachikian Kachikian uh, played in the CFL? No. Okay, as in, as in, I'm sighing. Not that he didn't play. I didn't go look. Yeah, he, he of course you didn't. Like he's already on. Produce the goddamn like, show. I gotta be peas in this case. Produce a goddamn no, show. I'm already he, dealing with Eagle. Peas on the side. Eagle is mailed it in for the season. Like he's already in I'm Vegas done, mode. Yeah. Like he's already mailed it in. So this, it's a two match show now. He's just pressing buttons. So right you, now. so you saw Maccabees play. Yeah. Okay. So this is my point. Um, you're right. It, like the LaSalle Warrior midget team is loaded with talent. They're loaded with with burners. They're loaded with alphas. 
And for Maccabees to come away with a victory here, if they're going to mm-hmm. pull off the win, yeah, um, you're right. They're going to have to slow it down, and they're going to have to play like mucky ball, right? Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah, they got lucky against pitchers because 13 points <laughs> won them. Won them. They threw a That's time to win. That's not normal. Yeah, that's not normal at that point. But remember, this is a Maccabee team. When you think about it right now here, and I'm trying to do the quick hand here. They had one, two, three, yep. four, uh, five. Uh, hold on here. You're counting five. their roster? Yeah. Five. Who are playoff no, 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 eligible? No, no, no. Uh, five. They had five games of scoring 15 points or less. Ooh. Oh, that's that's telling. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know. and Now, to be fair, there was a couple games there where Shimmy Cons wasn't the quarterback. Uh, they did bring in a, a sub uh, to play a few games. Yeah. So I and, and I saw a couple of those games and and look, that's when your regular offense isn't isn't clicking and sorry isn't there. Mm-hmm. Your your offense offensive game isn't clicking. So I'll, I'll give them that. But in in this playoff game that they just played against Pigeons, that's that's a little scarier and and absolutely zero percent chance. Thirteen points wins you no. the game against LaSalle. You might get you, you might need thirty points in the first two drives to yeah. keep up with LaSalle Warriors, but it's not it's not going to be easy for them at all. But yeah. the best game is probably Wild Hogs X Men because the yes. Hogs beat them uh, mid mid March now. And and like Eagle, I gotta say this. Sorry, Mo, but like Eagle, there was a bit of of back and forth talking with X Men. There was uh, some back and forth talking with Wild Hogs here as well because in that game. Very close game, a one point victory or four point victory. Four point victory. Uh, still, it was a final drive by uh, Jason Armenti against Wild Hogs, where on that drive converted twice on fourth and long, got sacked on like third down, converted twice on like fourth and sixteen, converted twice and converted. I believe the uh, the touchdown was on the last play of the game, and uh, he went up to the to uh, Godama and, and Noah and said, "Hey man, you you guys are super talented, like you, you like." I I don't know. That's the way he presented it to me, like in a jovial kind of way. But uh, Noah and Gautama weren't weren't too like yeah. They were like yeah, okay, like whatever. So to, for them to to now meet up in the playoffs again, this is going to be a, a high flying affair and uh, really really interesting battle. Yeah, it's, it should be fascinating. I mean, can, can the maturity of X Men, young maturity of the X Men, mature? You know, you, you know, Gautama is not going to be on the f- football field. He's know? on the sideline, sidelines, but he's not. He's on the football field, make yeah. plays, right? So can can he keep these guys locked in, focused? And in a, way, in a way, Wild Hogs kind of have to get under their skin, you know, kind of, kind of irritate them a bit, you know, uh, talk trash to these guys. Right now, you know, saying, "Hey, is, is it not your bedtime now? Is it not your, your bath time at seven <laughs> o'clock for you guys?" It's five o'clock. Yeah, it's seventeen o'clock. hours. You know, but I'm just saying that that might be one way to really get them off their game. So in that regular season game, just to wrap up the the preview here, in the regular season game, uh, Wild Hogs brought in two. V- key players uh Aston Thibodeau yeah. from uh Alpha Dogs right to sub in hold on and, see that properly please uh Alpha Dogs um they're Alpha not watching Dogs. this is Div 6 they're not watching um they they brought in a, a division 3 caliber player and brought in a stud of a rusher in his name's escaping me um but uh a stud rusher who won't be there so and and, and this is the thing uh, it's gonna be prevalent in this game. It's not as complicated. There's you don't pronounce the H. I got I got the lecture from Agatama. It's one minute. Hold on. I just want to know. Yes. Will Eagle be on the sidelines for the Wild Hogs? Calling defensive plays. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh, they should hire you. Nah, they don't need me. They'll be fine. Oh, oh. Anyway, so it, it, it's a lot of this game is gonna be because Noah loves to dance around instead of quickly releasing the ball. 
which he's good at. I've told him, dude, you excel at it. Release the ball. Put the ball in your playmaker's hands. Instead, sometime, sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's looking to beat the rusher when he doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Let, your, let, your, let your star receivers, which he has so many on, on this team and this young squad, just give them, give them the rock. Let them make plays. Let them get the first down. Let them do the work. Your job is to get them the ball. Yeah. It, it, I think that's the best of the four. It's the best yeah, of the four yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, on yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. It's going to be very intense. Yeah. On to Div 3. And we had some upsets uh, from Div 3. Green yes, Deal a Human lot Beans. of upsets. Yeah, Greenville Human Beings, Stoics, KGB Raw, so-called underdogs in the games against Alpha Dogs and the Grocock and, Man- and, Mon- and Mongoose. Um, of the three, Greendale, Stoics, KGP, which is the most surprising win? While I want to say it's the Stoics against Grokok, it, it doesn't it have to be KGB Raw over Mongoose? Mongoose 8-0-2, oh, I believe, on the season. Uh, I, I'll just double-check that, but 8-1-1, uh, one, one, sorry. One loss on the season uh, with with all the experience that, that they brought to the table. And is it Dylan Garber's first full season as a quarterback, maybe maybe second season or so, but definitely not the experience that Alex Gauthier has under his belt. And to come away with a 34-33 victory is absolutely, absolutely astonishing. And and I, I was just super surprised by it. Not, but isn't this the tip? Now that I say that, I'm, I'm that I'm surprised by it. Isn't that the KGB Raw and KGB franchise, like, notor- like what they're notorious for of we're picking against them, but they 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 end up winning a game, so a playoff game. The example, not this you. iteration of KGP. No, 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 but the KGP franchise. The idea, yeah, the idea so of KGP is you're the underdog. Yeah, well, guess what? We we want a playoff. Pretty game. much it. Yeah. So yeah. the example I'll give you is their season fortunes changed when they had to make the tough decision to yeah. bench Ryan Garber and right. go with Dylan Garber's yeah. quarterback because Ryan Garber, unfortunately was not adapting as as well playing at a higher level of football mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it takes time like you yeah, know, yeah 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 it's normal it's, it's a know, normal they, qb they, progression they could have said okay you know what we'll stick with them yeah. take our licks come back spring and then you know make the jump you know in right. terms of the the development yes yeah but they opted to go with dylan garber who threw up some monster numbers mm-hmm. and and came up big when it mattered most right and and Khalil kerr has been his safety blanket this year and he came up with a huge play for him or two along that way to beat Mongoose. And I think that's been that's the difference in why they are where they are now in the quarterfinals. Uh, about to play silent ticklers, which we know he's task for them. But right, yeah. they they have they made that change. It must have been tough, but it was the right change and it made them much better for it. Now, of the three uh, of the three games, other Green Dale human beings beating Alpha Dogs was the surprise uh, game because I had Alpha Dogs going very far in the playoffs. I thought they were the team hot coming into this tournament and they Mike Roy bleeped the bed. Like, he, he literally bleeped the bed and did not have a good game. And then on the two-point conference... I don't want to know what he actually did to the bed. <laughs> like, he bleeped it. <laughs> I don't know what... the bed. Yes, I, I, I know. Yeah. But, but Mike Roy, they, on the two-point convert, yeah. they took the ball out of his hands on the two-point convert, put it in Dylan Daou's hands ah, to yep. make the two-point convert for what would have been the go-ahead points. Uh-huh. And... Dawu rolled to his right, so yes. he's, he's on the left. He rolled to his right behind, on the handoff. Behind Mike Roy, took right? Took the handoff, and then he w- he went cross by, so he went right to left on his throw. Right. And it's a triple coverage. But he he heard a voice, and he was upset because he had three options open to his right, and he went to the backdoor option. Mm. So I just thought Green Hill Human Beings w- was more of the surprise win because they didn't play well. 
I thought Alpha Dogs was the hot team coming in, but as for the other games, yeah, uh, I'm just happy we have to stop saying Alpha Dogs from this point onwards. Right, yep. Blues Clues they get a close win over Infantry. You know about the history of those two teams yep. here. Yep. Uh, Preach massive win. Uh, Magnus, can we wait, can we talk about that Infantry game for a second? Because sure. they had the ball driving for the win and they couldn't punch it in. What ten plays or something Nine, like that? Ten plays, yeah. drive. Yeah, couldn't that's, do it. That's, that's the massive. game. Yep, that's massive. And and, and speaking with them last night, real quick. Uh, Corey Wolwoski was targeting the younglings on on Blue's Clues, which they have those low cap. Uh, I don't want to say cheat codes, but like like low lower caliber and lower rated players of uh, Xavier Couture and Fitzgerald Sanatus, and they stopped them twice, like on the third and fourth down. Like they he he literally the the guys were playing both those guys were playing on the same side of the field, and he was clearly targeting them, and both times they shut him down. So uh, kudos to those two. Yeah. And, you know, the, the other games were, were washes. Uh, as quick as the Mangoose free smoke game was over after five minutes of play. <laughs> yep. And Ticklers ran by Blackhouse. So we now get to the final uh, the quarterfinals here. Blues, Clues, Green Deal, Human Beans, Silent Ticklers, KGP Raw. That's what she said. Preach, Mangoose against Stoics. Could Stoics be the team to watch out for? It's it's going to be interesting. And, and in a lot of these quarterfinal matchups, there are – key players on the defensive side of the football who have played with the opposing quarterback. So in this case, the Mangu Stoics, James Drysdale has played with Chris Rive, so he knows his playbook. Now, the advantage always is, great, you know my playbook. You don't know what play I'm, I'm running on, on this particular down. But that does gain an advantage for the defensive player when it's tight situations, red zone third and fourth down those types of situations if James in this example was very keen and aware of what Chris Reeves calling in the huddle and and got used to certain calls it's in those situations where it benefits the defense uh so that that overall uh, man the Mangoose has a lot of key def- uh, some of the new newer guys that they brought on the team I know we, he was there for the fall cup but Oli, uh, Oliver Suri yeah. What, what, uh, he's just everywhere on the football field like, in, the, in the in the safety. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Anthony Drysdale, he came away with a huge uh, playoff game. Two, interse- uh, two interceptions, six. one for a pick six. Yeah. Exactly. So, so they have far too much arsenal, Mangus. They really do. Yeah. I don't know who you stop on that offense. You know, Toma is the, is the interior uh, sure hands hook. On the, the sideline hook, man. Hook <laughs> Jesus guy. Christ, please. Then if you can't stop him, then you got... James Drysdale on the deep post. If you can't stop him, Chapu. Yeah, Chapu, who's, who's the red zone target for them. And Nick Schaefer's been playing great football, and, yeah. and this has been his best football of late. And I think mm-hmm. he's been so mature about how he's approached it that if they Stokes cannot steal a possession or two, they're not going to win this football game. It's, it's, yeah. it's, and Stokes, look, they took out Le, Le, Le Grocock yeah. in, in great fashion. Mm-hmm. But now this is the biggest ta- task. Can Chris Seareb, I beg your pardon, really keep this a clean game? If he can't do that and Magus run the score up early, it's going to be tough for him to cash that game. So you look at yeah. that's what she said against Preach. Yeah. I'm not buying into that's what she said as much. Not offensively, but no. here here again, you have Phil Farin playing against Steve Harapersad. Yeah. Again, a knower of the playbook. Played with him in several seasons now uh, with Steve. So he knows, again, on those key down situations. But I, I think you're right, Mo. I think what this game ultimately comes down to is did Leandre Etier gain enough uh, experience in the 11 games in, in his FPF career here with Mike Piercin, Phil Farah? Is Can he put up 
40 points, the points that preach are going to be able to So put up. it's sort of sort of like a uh, a polarizing offense here because when he played uh Arush on uh, Wednesday. Mhm. I think it was it was tied at nineteen nineteen, or I think Arush yes, it was, or they were down by, or Arush was up by one, and then, yeah. and then that's what she said when on, on a on a twenty five zero run, and, and mm-hmm. they went on a run and, they, and didn't look back, right, and yeah. they won that game. So which offense is going to show up against uh, Preach? Because if it's the one in the first half playing Preach, Preach is going to blow this team out. Yeah, and you're not going to and Seam Harper said, you give him an inch, she's going to devour your hand plus your arm and and your and your whole body if yeah. you don't score your points. And and and, and he's he's sorry, Mo, he's the ultimate. And I forget who you you mentioned it about. I think uh, Joe Mayer. If it if if Joe Mayer is not the the best game manager, it's it's Stephen Harper yeah. right right after right. For uh, sure. If not one one A one B. Um, so yeah, I absolutely agree with with what you're saying. Is that if you give an inch to Steve, he's he's gonna if he if he goes up if he goes up two possessions in the game, the game's over. It's a wrap. It, it's, 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 it's it's a over. wrap. You're not gonna win this game, and yeah. that's in the first half. But again, the X factor is. If if they are like down two possessions, is Phil Farah? He can create those turnovers. His his you, you've seen him play the the you think you have him beat on like a wheel or or it's just his length, his his extension, his telescopic arms. Peas. Uh, That's my life. <laughs> y- yes, we know this yeah, is a joke for Peas watching the uh, the podcast. Uh, his telescopic arms. Um, he he can create a turnover or two that could get. That's what she said back in a game. Yeah, and the thing is with with that's what she said is that the defense can make plays, and they got to figure out how to make a play against Harpersong. And it's not you know it's not gonna be easy against them. Jean Marc is a really good DB, but it's not gonna be easy against them. Jean Michel Alert, you have yeah. Jean Michel Alert, you have yeah. Mike Pierson, who won yeah. the de- de- Defensive Player of the Year in Division Two. Phil Farah, that's it's not easy. It's it's not easy. I still think Preach can put up forty. Yeah. The an- the question will be is whether that's what she said can put up forty. So Tickler's KHB Rod. This is a uh, this by all means is a complete mismatch when it comes to certain positions. Justin, uh, sorry, Jordan Panetta, I beg your pardon. Um, he is a rifle. Yeah. And Dylan Garber is a pistol, a toy toy gun. Mm. So. And not the, yeah, not the, not just the QBs, right? One on one. It's just the size and speed yeah, of, yeah. Of, of the ticklers, right. right? The receivers against the DBs. Right, and I'll use – the analogy I'll use is college basketball. I'll use the analogy of um, uh, of uh, Farley uh, Dickinson, FDU, that beat Purdue, the 16 versus 1 matchup, okay? Sure. Same thing, right? So the ticklers are like the one, right? And and KHB Raw are the underdogs. Can KHB Raw use their speed like FDU, FDU used against Purdue to win that game? Can they use their speed – and can they really slow foot? They have to, yeah. Slow foot sign ticklers. They they have to because even blackouts yesterday tried to use their speed, and while it was some sometimes successful, the plays the the ball the the plays that the DBs were making on the balls on breaking ball were just yeah. it, it was unreal, cra- crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So yeah, like the the speed of Khalil Kerr is that that's something that maybe they don't have the matchup for in the middle. You know, yep. and and yep. that's gonna be key. Can the speed of KHB Raw be the difference in why they win this football game? Because you know, tickles will score their points, but if 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 Raw can use their speed and kind of get them on their heels a little bit, mm-hmm. and and force them to play down to or play to their skill set, yeah, yeah, it, it puts them in an uncomfortable uh, position here. And I think Dylan Garber's got to be smart. He's got he can't overplay. He can't overthink it because if he does, 
it's game over and Tickler's win this game. And, and, and the reason why he would overthink it is because Silent Tickler's like like LaSalle Warriors Midget in Division Six. This is a team that can score in one to two plays. Yeah. And drive the field extremely quick. So and and where he can get in his head is or Dylan Garber in his own head is if he's slowing down and muddying the water on a template drive right. and doesn't score on it. Right. And then boom. Tickler's put up another six yeah. right away and then convert for the two-point convert. And he's like, crap, I, I have to run my offense you know, faster and then and my guys are getting tired and then we're tired on defense. And, and that's where it could maybe spiral out of control. He just needs to make sure that even if the possession is 10 plays, that they punch it in. Yeah. So Blues Clues, Green Deal Human Beans, right? Yeah, you talk about this one with Eagle. So Eagle, pay attention with Mo because I drank so much coffee and water. I have to do the classic piece. Yeah, no worries. You go do that right now. Um, by the way, if there's any cookies, can you mind giving me some cookies in there, please? Oh, Eagle, where are the cookies? Uh, they were in the kitchen area. There was a Costco Perfect. box. Thank you so can much. probably grab it. I'm a little bit hungry now. The date wasn't enough to sustain no, no, you? No, 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 no. I can't wait to go home and eat. Okay, so Blue's Clues, Green Deal Human Beans. So now here's my question for Green Deal Human Beans. Danny Elwer's got to be better than what he was against. Alpha Dogs throwing the football because – there was there was a lot of miss in the red zone. They missed so many throws, Eagle. And you know you put your defensive captain. You know if you force quarterback to miss those throws, psychologically it weighs on you because you're saying, man, can I hit that play next time? Can I hit it next time? And they got lucky. Well, it also depends on how you're missing them too, right? Like right. if you're if you're over leading the receiver and they're just out of uh, arm's length to get to the ball and everything, that's one thing. If you're throwing behind them or into a DB undercutting a route, that's another completely different problem. And Blue sure. Clues has the speed to make you pay for that. Yeah, and the thing is with Blue Clues that they can snatch footballs oh, out yeah. of nowhere. Like you know, it's kind of like an yeah. You don't uh, you don't have a jump ball against Blue Clues for sure and no, everything. No. So like those windows are tight, and your ball has to be precise. Yeah, and I think Danny Alward's got to be smarter. Uh, he's got he's got he's got to use Joel Puff, who set the receptions record this year in Division Three for the league. I think ninety three for the for the season. He's got to loosen up Blue's Clues, and at the same time, you know, with what he has as pass catchers, they got to tighten the screw on that D on that secondary. Right? Can you force them to play to your level? Because Eagle, you know that offense, right? It's a Joy Taylor offense in a in a Greendale human being format. It is patience and not being frustrated by what could happen. But I think that's the, the, the secret to this game or how GHB wins it, right? It's not about the big play because Blue's Clues is designed to prevent those types of plays. Yeah. It's about meticulously driving the field, having these low-scoring games, right? Lo super long possessions, four-yard completions times 20, right, the type of thing. That's what you're looking for out of them. And you're basically forcing Blue's Clues to have to gamble their defense because effectively that's the only way to beat the Joey Taylor West Coast offense yeah. or whatever you want to call it, right? It's you shoot a gap and you hope you pick the right gap on that play and that the QB didn't notice in time essentially. It's the only way to, to kind of defeat it other than just playing a pure size game and just taking up spots. So yeah. that's that's the secret to this game. It's just Edward needs to be smarter in the decision he makes. You're better off, frankly, like running to the line and taking a one-yard loss than throwing a ball somewhere that you don't feel comfortable throwing into. Honestly, yeah, he got lucky. Down. He got lucky against Alpha Dogs, and that's Alpha Dogs, Alpha Dogs, and that's gonna be key for them uh, playing this team. But again, do you think AJ Gomes actually would struggle in this game though against the GHB defense? Though he, only, he would only struggle by the frustration that he might not be at the right spot at the right time, or he misses it by a fingertip, like 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 a toenail, like you know that type of thing here. And if if he gets to it early, um, he might he might uh, spook Danny Elward to seeing ghosts out there, and that's why I just think that red zone for 
Green Daily Music we keep. Oh, we got cookies. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I think the big thing here is if Blue's Clues can put up a lead early on in this game and basically force GHB to have to match them score for score, the one mistake that Elward makes is going to be that much more punishing in terms of the psyche, right? And that means, okay, now they're behind two scores. Now GHB has to go faster, which plays into Blue's Clues' advantage because they're better off playing against that type of system. So the quicker they can get GHB to have to go off of their game plan and yeah. onto what they want, the more chances they have for this. How pissed is Rob going to be that he's... He's like, what the cookies? Mom, uh, Dad, I, where the cookies at? One, he's not going to notice that they're gone. Yeah. Two, he's not watching the show, so he, even if he did notice they were gone, he wouldn't have known they're us. We always test them on, on the show. And three, who fucking cares? No. <laughs> All right, on to Division 4. You still have your coffee to eat the cookies with? I do. Yeah, yeah that was clutch. I didn't. I don't have You coffee. think I don't know how to do this? I didn't know there was cookies. You did? Yeah, yeah, you want to 7-Up? Uh, I didn't water? know they were... I didn't know where they came from. Anyway. Oh, you think I just made up cookies from thin air? Yeah. Or maybe you had them. I don't know. Division four. Yes. Um, looking at the games from Tuesday in the divisional playoffs that we had, we had a whole bunch. I think we had eight of them to be exact. Which, by the way, it's just well, you uh, Eagle has been on the field because he didn't make playoffs in Div Six. But Thanks. there's nothing like being at the field and, and being seeing the whole division there, and like the vibe is is awesome. Like, I'm just, gonna I'm gonna go back. Uh, might be ten years at this point. Maybe like eight. Uh, before we had the ability to do live streaming or any type of content like Instagram stuff, etc., we were live tweeting playoff games. Like I remember driving oh, yeah. to Brossard for some of like the quarterfinal, semifinal hype games, and literally like this person with the ball, this much time left. Oh, great catch by whatever type of thing. Like <laughs> we literally couldn't upload like images and video files that were actually worth watching. So we would just do that. We would either film it on the spot and record when we got uh, yeah. uh, post when we got home. Or we would just tweet, like, okay, now we're going to overtime. This guy got the ball first. That was fun. Honestly, that was a lot of fun. Okay, the biggest upset, yeah. Team Ethnic taking out the Reeds in overtime. Yeah. Um, is that, was that the ultimate upset? Uh, yeah. It, 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 yes and no. Yes, because a 9-1 and one team, number two seed, you know, heavy favorite going against, you know, a, a good, good, gritty Team Ethnic squad. That that's an upset right there in and it's in and of itself, but the reed without Dawson Pierre is just a different kind of reed. Yeah, they're just like they're nothing. They're discreet. It's not that they're nothing. I they're mean, you dis- still got Dante and, and and Santino uh, Spirani. Dawson Pierre is an eraser, man. but but he's he's a human highlight reel. He is the guy. He is unguardable in Division Four, and if you don't have that, then yeah. Offensively, it makes it harder, and 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 Team Ethnic has the guys on defense to not necessarily match up perfectly, but enough to do exactly what the score suggests: is muddy up the waters. They were even up two possessions in this game. The Reed forced overtime down by fourteen points. Yeah, so they they made a comeback in themselves. So Team Ethnic almost choked this one away, but ultimately, like I uh, was filming there on on live on Instagram. Team Ethnic with the 2-1 uh, overtime victory. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the the upset of Division 4 and get rewarded with Kiss My Hand loss. Yeah, not the easiest matchup for them to go up against. Who was the dancing queen of this game? Gab Poisson. And he's he's a great player. Yeah, no yeah he was solid. No, no, very, very. He was, all, he was awesome. He was their difference maker. Bo yeah. didn't get the reference. Nope. Nope. Because who sings that song? Abba. Oh, <laughs> there, ah, there you have to walk me through it there. We, we, we yes, got it. Yes, in overtime. Yes, 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 yes. 
Um, Blue Dreamers took out uh, Bissette, um rather easily. Uh, surprised by that? Or are we okay with that? Um, I'm not super surprised. But it's the way, it's the fashion. It was a complete blowout. It didn't even get to the five plays weren't played. Uh, Frederic Paquet Pero, they forced him into throwing his first interception on the season. Right. Uh, Barazzoni, seven touchdowns. Gropini with three or four of them. They they were just firing on all cylinders and they couldn't be stopped. Yeah, I think Blue Dreamers are, are a fascinating team. They, they have a lot of playoff experience. And yeah. I think now... I feel bad for Diamond Bougie because it's not easy for them. We'll get to that in a, in a moment here, but it's not going to be easy for them. And I think Blue Dreamers knows what it takes to win. Um, a lot of these guys individually on prior teams have had deep playoff runs but have come up short, but now right. they're all together in a band over here that they could perhaps put together a platinum ending here for them to win. But the game that really caught my attention overall was uh, Trap Stars beating Hot Sauce Sports. And I saw this from afar. And of mm-hmm. course, Hot Sauce Sports led by our own very peasy Delarizzi uh, losing – by nine trap stars uh, were from what I gathered from those who were there that told me that they were in control of the game. They only have much of a hiccup uh, and, and took it to hot sauce sports. I know they're a bit frustrated PZ and how it was played out, but trap stars were they the better team for this night. Yes, they were. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of the, what you're saying is what I heard too. Uh, some questionable calls maybe on both sides, but from what we were hearing, mostly on one side, but all, that ultimately, Trap Stars were the better team here and and fully deserved the victory. And, and look, PZ ran more plays and had more INTs, right? That's, yeah. that's going to be key. The INTs, man, three. You can't throw three in the playoff. And no, I think PZ will know that. Right? And he knows that, yeah, yeah absolutely. He He's the first to admit, and, and two of them for pick sixes. Yeah, and, and like PZ's not running for pick sixes. Yeah. I, I'm curious, what's what? who was showing the most pick sixes? Is it PZ? <laughs> Who has? Ooh, I don't. Th- That's gonna be. I mean, unfortunately, we can't track that. But I would love to. I think PZ's thrown a bunch of pick sixes. I don't know about playoffs, but yeah, in general, like in career, I think he's thrown. He's up there. I could. Pr- uh, it's, no, it I wouldn't see. be accurate necessarily because there's the weird exceptions of like you bring in like a, a backup QB who throws a pick six. But I yeah. could probably get a fairly good estimate. Yeah. I'm, man, he's throwing some pick six. I see, I've score kept some of the games where he's throwing pick sixes. I mean, I think he's like top ten for interceptions in a season. So yeah. Anyway, the thirty for thirty, I think top five actually. Yeah, the thirty for yeah. thirty season. <laughs> exactly. All right, quarterfinals. Yep. Uh We have our final uh, eight teams in this. Yeah. Uh, all right, Martin the flag and Bruins. So Martin the flag got whooped by your team earlier this season. Uh, was it what early March was it or was it late February? Late February. Yeah, March, it, it wasn't close. So now. I look at Bruins. We spoke about Bruins a little briefly with Gabe Wiseman. Feisty group. Yeah. Now, can they win without yeah, without Gabe Wiseman being a, of an influence in this game here? Like oh, when that was like, worded strangely. Without being an influence, like no. Can he, can he, if he's not an influence in this game, can he win? Can he win this game? No, he has to be an influence as a rusher. But if he, he can't be an influence in this game with his rushing ability, can they, then can, it's then it's. So I, uh, ah, ah, whatever. I'll just do it now. I see the game, uh, being thirty-two twenty-eight. I won't give. Uh, I won't tip my hat in which direction. Um, but if you calculate the score, uh, maybe thirty-two twenty-seven. But anyways, um, one team is more capable of scoring five TDs, and one team isn't. Their their ceiling in this game is is more like four. Um, I'll let you be the judge of, of who you think Bruins. those that that is. 
anyways, um, he has to be an influence rushing Jeremy Deschamps. That's the way Martinez of the flag keep possessions alive and keep drives alive, sustain drives, long um, drives that end up in touchdowns instead of turnover on downs is through his through his running ability. He can pass the ball. It's not always accurate. It doesn't always have to be when you have a guy guys that can catch on their team. Although in in the game of the week against Kiss My In Laws during the regular season, there were a lot of drops uh, mm-hmm. by them. Um, but I think their their confidence is rolling, uh, taking it to balls deep, forty five to zero. Um, yeah, it's going to be Gab Wiseman as a rusher, because while he's great as a snapper, there's so many other weapons on this team that Chris Vero has to his disposition that it doesn't that Gab Wiseman doesn't have to be such an influence on offense um, as much as on, on defense. Yeah, I think I think Martin Laflag will have to really. Not force to play, but really stretch the defense of the Bruins. Can they stretch them and open up the middle of the football field? Okay. Yeah. Because the Bruins are disciplined in, in how they run their concepts. Uh, Justin Kalix, we know him very well. He's, mm-hmm. he, he's, a, he's a pulverizer. He can not physically, but in terms of, of getting turnovers in favor of, of his team. And can they be aware of where he is? Because their geography, where he's located on the football field, will be key because you have to kind of avoid him because he covers a lot of ground. He covers a lot of, bl- a lot of blades of grass on, on the turf. Sure. And if they can open up the middle of the field against Bruins, I think they have a chance to to really control the narrative in this football game. But that middle of the field is covered by ta- uh, Tania Steer. Yeah. So that that that's a lot of real estate being covered. It's, it definitely is. But he a, he's quick. He has great hands, and his obviously his vertical is is what the impact. The is. square foot will be very expensive yeah. uh, for Martin Lefacco if he can't get that in the yeah. favor. So Diamond Bougie plays Blue Dreamers. I. Like this might be the best game of the four. I yeah, I I think so. This one's really good. Although Force and Schlong and Trap Stars are good, we'll get there in a second. But yeah, yeah Diamond Bougie, Blue Dreamers, especially that blues clues connection where uh, f- like Fritz, Fritz Gerald Sanatus is playing with uh with Barazzoni and and, yeah. and and those guys. So like there's a bit of a clash of the blues here uh, coming on. Yeah, I think look, what it'll come down to for Blue Dreamers is going to be their defense. Okay, so you look mm-hmm. at you look at Raph Morelli, yeah. eighteen sacks this past season. Defensive Player of the Year, the in Italian Stallion, probably the Paisan. If, you know what they were asked I, for the Paisan of the Week. I think yeah. he's the Paisan of the Year for, for yep. FPF. Probably. So we yep. can nominate him as the Paisan of the Year. So if Morelli can get to the quarterback play, and we know the quarterback very well in Diane Bougie, uh, Iggy, we know him very well in how he is this season and what he's done in the last couple of years or last two seasons of yep. PFPF. He's impressed. Jules Regenbal. If he can get him off his platform and force him to make a bad throw, and I believe, I'm trying to remember in the Fall Cup, I think they played each other in the playoffs or in the knockout round. They played each other at some point in the Fall Cup in Laval. Um, Perhaps. And, and they won. Blue Dreamers. That that template of the Blue Dreamers team. They be, they've know, they know this team very well. Maybe in the regular season, but not playoffs. So, can they win with that defense? Can Morelli be the difference maker? Can he be the chief destroyer of Rajambal and make him throw some off-course throws in this matchup? That that would be the key because Jules trusts his arm, and as he should, but when, it, when he's throwing off his back foot, which he can still hit really deep, by the way, but if he causes those off-platform throws, they're easier to just be inaccurate, right? Just yeah. by, by nature, not not by his nature, but just by standard, you know, mechanics of any quarterback. So, yes, definitely Raph Morelli going against Jules Regimbal and making him uh, throw 
contested passes to Nick Ropini uh, and, and the other DBs on, on Blue Dreamers. That's one key highlight here. The other one is if it goes the other way, that Felix Boutet can blow the top off the roof. Uh, yeah, of who the covers Blue him Dreamers. though on Blue Dreamers? That's it. I'm Rupini. I think Rupini's. I think Rupini has got the homework assignment covering him. Yeah, yeah, Pro- most probably. Yeah, you know, I, I think Anthony Lazar. He's not going to cover him, Anthony Lazar, but I think he's going to have to be um, the security blanket, the insurance policy for Rupini to to kind of you know. And Lazar is a smart football player. He covers. He's not going to be athletically yep. gifted, but he will get to the point. And, and make a play. So oh, for sure, I think Gropini and Lazar are two guys to watch out for on that defense and how they play against this Diamond Bougie team, which I can't wait. I think it's gonna be a fun game to watch on Sunday in Lachine. Yeah. Um, the next game on our on our play here that we have, as my page loads up and gets to the yeah. point here, kiss my in laws, team ethnic. I know you're involved again. This. This would be the ultimate of all ultimates for Team Ethic. If, if Team Ethic wins this game, they're a team of destiny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I absolutely, 100% agree with that. If they come away victorious, beating out, knocking out the Reed, and then kiss my in-laws in back-to-back weeks, wow, chapeau. Like, they, like, they are yeah, destined to we'll go. We'll give you the championship teachers now, okay, <laughs> Team Ethic. Okay? No, but Ben Lawler's got to play well. He okay. has to. But right? he has these moments of, like, you know, he just mismatches the clock and, and, and the scenarios if they're up. And, you know, he's had these moments. But if they're up against you guys, he can't mismanage it, though. You know, and I remember in the, I think it was winter or whenever it was. I think it was winter season. They were up. Oh, five yes. Plays. They at a bear. Hit, yeah, hit the, hit the first down four oh. plays. Could have called it. They still went for it. And they got picked off. And I'm they got saying, picked off. Oh but the God. point is that I'm trying to say he can't do that. Like, you, you got to be smart. Like, Dave DeAndrad. Uh, Al Martin, Al Martin, all these guys—they have Abdel. to, yeah, Abdel, they have to be smart. And if oh, they, man. if they get to a, a running shoot with you guys, they're not gonna keep up with you guys in this matchup. Mm-hmm. So that's just my viewpoint. That it's gonna be smart football from Team Ethic. If they're not, they're gonna lose this game. Fourth Schlong Trap Stars. Now this is a fascinating game here. Fourth Schlong, um, we know they've had success in the Fall Cup, and now here they are playing a, a good Trap Star team. They may not, they may lack numbers of depth. Of what they have, their seven-man crew, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. But you think about who they have: Neymar, Giroud, uh, Garber, um, uh, Vincent Rizzolo. Yeah, uh, you know, guys who can make big plays for them. So, on the flip side, we got the Wrangler, yeah. Darren Medizian, who yeah. is a big play hitter, man. Like he's like, and he's gonna like this one here, Darren. He's gonna he's gonna send me a text. I guarantee he's gonna send me a text tomorrow in our thread with him and Johnny, Johnny Matty Meadows. I love that comparison, Mo. I appreciate what you said. He is David Ortiz for this team. He comes up with a big play. Big hit. David Ortiz does. Okay. I mean, their big play hitter is Jordan Lassard. 100%. <laughs> I, I know, but 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 this is when you need a clutch hit, that's your dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, him, Carter Souls, the speed of Carter Souls on the team is uh, something that might give fits to trap stars. Yeah. Um, and just the the sheer arm and uh, the strength of of the team Caparelli. really, yeah, it, it goes through Caparelli, right? It it gives the ability to he or he has the ability to hit any type of ball out there, right? The goal route, the comeback, the sling uh, in, of of a ten in that that ball's coming in there tight, it's <laughs> and 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 his guys know where the ball's going, where the defense is guessing. So can trap stars get a good read? 
of that fourth and long offense in the first half make the proper adjustments in the second half. And, 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 and so it'll be a chess match in that sense. Can fourth and Schlong be one step ahead of Trap Stars, who have now really a lot of experience since 2017? Yeah, I think, you know, Trap Stars, uh, they have to be, they got to play a clean game. They will have to be smart because the Wranglers is also pass rushing for, for this uh, fourth and Schlong team. But also you look at the receiving core for this team. Cooper Young had a great year. No one talks about Cooper Young, but he was receiver. He won receiver of the year. Receiver of the year, right? But no one yeah. talks about him, though, right? Because yeah. he, he's unassuming. Yeah. You look at Cooper Young, you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a knee brace on now. It's like, yeah. oh, they, dude makes plays, he's right? He's underestimated, yeah. Dude makes plays. Yeah. Um, and, and that's going to be key is that you got, got you have a guy like him who can make plays. But then, you know, Ryan Garber, who I think is more suited for this division. Agreed. He has that rapport, that 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 that, uh, that instincts with these guys, that he'll throw it and they'll be there to catch it. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have to worry about it because they know they they they've, they've operated with each other in that sense. Right? I'm telling you, since 2017, I remember facing them in uh, or it's 2017, 2020. Sorry, when I was first throwing in uh, FPF in Division Six, I went up against these guys. Literally the same trap stars name with the same players, and and it was clear that they knew each other from from past seasons and FPF right. Junior, right? So they came through the junior program. So they're are they not like the Cinderella story of like no uh, no no wait 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 the Cinderella story is the wrong way of uh but the the standard of what an FPF Junior team wants to progress into a, a the men's division yeah they're they're the blueprint of yes. uh, that's the better of, word of Thank an you. FPF team yeah. uh, starting from literally from junior ranks to where they are now right yep all right on to the division five B. We'll go B first. Yeah, well, that's how you've listed. All right. Yes, yeah, that's, that's how we listed. Baba B. We don't much left. Baba Booey. We don't have much left. Um, uh, now we're 30 here. We're at the yeah, we're, we're targeting. We, we fit the target number. Okay. Uh, quickly here. Um, Red, okay, look. I score cap a lot of some of these games here. Right on Monday night. Yeah. Monday, yeah. It's, it's, it's such a blur for me sometimes watching these yeah, games. Yeah, we, we, we watch a, for people that just don't or like play on one team or two teams. And you've done way more, but I I've score kept a hundred games this year. I don't know, how many games and, and, and 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 I didn't do a lot of fields. You did a lot more. You probably score kept like two hundred games. No, no, let's, let's, do, let's do the math here. So five. So on average, I do about ten, seven, nine. So multiply by twelve because it was twelve weeks, not yeah. thirteen. So about one hundred eight, hundred hundred eight games. Okay, this year. so we did about the same. Okay, yeah, I yeah, just did it some junior yeah, games. Two hundred well. games. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. The game that I'm not surprised by, Red Dragons being Team Saxon. Yeah. I've been on Red Dragons bandwagon for, for a long time. Yeah, me too, man. And OPZ is not on the Red Dragons bandwagon. Well, he is now. He is, he is now. now. Yeah. We got him on. We, we, we him pulled him on. But Guillaume Belanger is a really good quarterback. Seven by the way, who uses bandwagons anymore? Like, this is such an old method of transportation. Yeah. Well, that's, that's you gotta, that, that, that one's stuck around in the sports What's the analogy? 21st century version of a bandwagon? A bus. It like, the bus. Is it a bus? Yeah, it's park, a bus. But now. that's... Uh, the bus ride, they, they call them bus driver or the bus riders now? And park the bus. That's a soccer term. Yeah. They, 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 the I term, know, every time I hear someone say ride the bus, I think of a drinking game. Yeah. Okay. Charles Barkley uses Do you the not term. know? Okay. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Charles Barkley uses the I term. I focus on football when I'm here. Yeah. Charles Barkley uses the term bus rider. He calls Kevin Durant a bus rider than a bus driver. Okay. So they. Yeah. Red Dragon. Team Sexy. This were flustered. Mm-hmm. Didn't get going. They were, they were hype coming in. And they just yeah. got punched in the mouth by Red Dragons. And yeah. Red Dragons just control the clock. 
played really well and and just didn't lose, right? They were yep. really good in that football game. I think Green Monster, Pocket Rockets. This was a fascinating game. Uh, I scorecapped this one as well. Mm-hmm. I had to triple check the scoreline to make sure it was correct, which it was. But, uh, you know, this game was phenomenal because the onside rule came into play. Mm-hmm. Pocket Rockets were pretty much up the entire game. Mm-hmm. Okay? They were up two scores with about less than two minutes to go in this football game. Mm-hmm. So 24 12. Yeah. Uh, Green Monster score. 24-18. They go for the onside. They hit it. As you should. They get the ball back with a minute left plus five. Yeah. They drive, drive, drive. They score. Hit the extra point with two plays left. And then uh, Pio Tremblay Agilacos, those nine T, ten off the game. And I was like, what just happened? Right. In a two-minute span. They and, and and that is the beauty of onside. Yeah. That is the prime example of why yes. we brought this rule in yes. to create the idea that even if you're down by two scores with two minutes to go, you're still in it. You're still in it. Yeah. And that, it, yeah. And, and, and it's it's worth it. I, I think so. I, I I think from what I've and now I've gotten more feedback. I think we did it right. I think we got it right. You know, fall cup the first the, iteration was kind of nah. It was you was running up score. That's what it was. Yeah, the 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 first the first iteration of the onside kick. You if you didn't go for the onside kick at any moment in the game, you wasted an opportunity to get the a, an yeah, extra with possession. No detriment, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now it's really, it, but it's, it's for it, this exact moment, right? It, exactly. It's last second. I need I need a, a life I need support. A Hail Mary, yeah. <laughs> I need a life support <laughs> here. And 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 Green Monster, the ambulance came and then and, and 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 carried them and got the extra possession and and. And you still got to convert. You still got to drive and score, and they did. So, yeah. so kudos to them. It was crazy. It was surreal. Like uh, you know, Pocket Rockets had no idea what they hit were them. stunned. Yeah, they, they were, were stunned. completely stunned. It was a stunning collapse. Like they were the architects of their downfall in that football game. Yeah, but I think okay. So, having been someone who has experienced the worst end of a game, if you guys remember the Seahawks oh, yes. Packers, no. yeah, yes, yeah. yes. This is that moment for Pocket Rockets, right? <laughs> we they're like. What the fuck just happened? I, I think you're, I think you're, I think it referenced your finals loss. Yeah, I thought you were gonna reference your finals loss. No, that was well. fine. Yeah, yeah. But Seahawks, Green Bay, the the refs. Yeah, yeah, no, just not the, just everything. Which one, right? Well, well, which Seahawks Packers? The, the, the referee one or the one in the playoffs? No, the playoffs one. Oh wait, when we're, when Green Bay is up, Seahawks yeah. score, oh, onside oh, kick, oh, yes, tie yes, it, yes, and then yes. OT. Get the, yes, I'm like, yes. what is happening yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. So, uh, by the way, I, I told Patrick Jason, that's the Mo Khan. Like, Mo Khan should get the game ball because Mo Khan <laughs> pushed for the onside. So, Mo Khan really wanted that football. A lot of players pushed for on, onside. I kind of well. led the, the cavalry. You, you led the, the irony of the person who pioneered the onside would have never actually been successful on an onside. <laughs> All right, there, Eagle. Stop, why don't you stop the X Men on an onside kick there, okay, big boy? All right, quarterfinals. Yeah. I've uh, got Killer Rays, no pun intended. Penetrators, Red Dragons, Primal, Le Bleu Dry, Green Monster, and Vic in the Box. So, Killer Rays, no pun intended. Um, I've seen the race play. It's it's a it's a fascinating game here. Yeah, I don't know who has like a decided edge in this game. I think the edge has to go to Killer Rays, but man, no pun intended. They they are they're a gritty group. They stay in it till the very end. So if Killer Rays don't come out with the Killer Instinct, no pun intended. Uh, uh, play on words over there. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm playing with with both team names here. Uh, if, if, no, but seriously, if they if they don't put this game away, oh, you give me the boo, oh, man. Uh, if they don't put this game away early, and they they let 
no pun intended, hang around. Even, you know, because even if uh, uh, Jacob Souls throws an interception and then Killer Ray score, but don't con- they try to go for two and don't get it and just keep, no pun intended, around in this game, that's a team that with the final possession of the game, if they're down by four, no pun intended, can score. And and Killer Ray could, could get upset in this one. But if if Tyler Bianchi's feeling it and he's just, Completing one pass after another, leading to a four-play, five-play TD drive, just another one after another one, and they just pile on the po- on the points. That's where no pun intended uh, could see the 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 end of their season. So this is probably the best roster the Killers have put together, assembled. It's pretty much the same. There's no. But they, added. They, they they took out some guys from the Fall Cup. Oh, perhaps. Yeah, they, right. I know they took out some guys. And Lions added, along there. added the Jalen Wells, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this is a, on paper a really good roster. Yeah. No pun intended has athletes mm-hmm. that can match up with this team. Yep. In this scenario, Tyler Bianchi is a great quarterback. I'm not saying this is like a do or die for him. It's not a do or die. But this could be a signature moment for him. Yeah, for so, him to make the jump in his QB progression. Yes, in his in going from being a boy ten man in the FPF world of quarterback play. Right. Uh, and this is like his bar mitzvah. Okay, like he's about to become a man now. And, right. And and, and 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 I'll let you continue in a sec, but it's it's kind of his progression for the spring almost because he, he's he's going in Division C if I'm not mistaken. So Which is great. So continue. Amazing. Yeah. And, and now you're going up against a bunch of athletes. Uh, he's going to get a taste. This is not like I'm not saying it's a Division C caliber, exactly, but he's yeah. going to get a taste of what is that type of athlete he's going to face on right. Saturday in Brossard. So now, how does he play? Does he play by trying to be overpowering with his arm or be smart? Yeah, can he ball place? Can he place the ball in the right spot for yeah. his guys to catch those throws? Because if he can't, the souls, the, all those guys on no pun intended, have the the radar to really change the game like that on defense. Yeah, Matthew Cadigan, I'd say, is one name to watch out for for no pun intended. Yeah. So here we go, another rendezvous. Penetrators, Red Dragons. They are like literally. Oh, this is like I know it's like it's not a, like a like a hated rivalry. No, it's a rivalry. no, no. Yeah. It is, it is. Especially they played in the last game of the season. Yeah, and they yeah. played in the Fall Cup as well. And in the Fall Cup. And the Penetrators have had the number of the Red Dragons. Yes. Justin Gummins is a great quarterback. They they have fun. They they're this you know not like you know oh, bleep man like no they, they're they're cool. Like, we 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 call the Fall Cup final with these yes, guys. Yes, yes, yeah. They were down three scores. They won in overtime, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So they're my, right. They're still riding that momentum. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they have a parade uh, yeah. on, on Sunday morning for for that <laughs> victory on the Fall Cup. But I would make an argument that Guillaume Boulanger has very much improved as a uh, quarterback, 100%. especially as compared to Goodman. Right? Don't get yeah. me wrong. Goodman's gotten better, but I think Boulanger has gotten way better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The curve yeah. has gone way faster for right. Boulanger. And, yeah. and I think the Red Dragons might have the better receiving core. I, uh, I, it's a. It's not a totally controversial statement, but I know what you mean. Like, especially, uh, like, we know uh, the penetrators. We know Nick Fawn. We know now Jared Boydman recently added from in the Fall Cup. These guys are great, great athletes. And, and even across the board, right? Josh Ginsburg, their snapper, reliable targets. But Red Dragons, uh, some of the players they've added, uh, notably Timothée Nema Lacasse. This guy's a baller, man. Yeah. He's, he's that new 60-rated player for the team, but... Now, without Emil Bolulo, he's taking the reins and, and, and taking that number one receiver position. But again, like you're saying, the, they, they, both teams are very similar in terms of their depth. Yeah. Charles Beauchemin, 
Tommy Caetano, uh, him as a snapper as well. Very similar to Josh Ginsburg in both physique and in both in terms of making guys miss, right? Unassuming guys that, that get more yak yards than, than what you, you, you think they would get. Um, maybe they're deeper on like the fourth or fifth receiver, though, is, is maybe where you're, where you're getting at. Yeah. Either way, Red Dragons, in their final game of the season against Penetrators, had a chance to win the game, driving the field, and in the red zone, Guillaume Boulanger throws an interception that the, the penetrators then take advantage, go down with five plays remaining, score, win the game. I, I think this one, once again, comes down to the final possession of the game. And I think this time, can Boulanger, that's the question, can Boulanger score and punch it in instead of getting picked The up? gap is closing. The gap is closing with these two teams. Yeah. But, you know, from the psychological perspective, can the Red Dragons overcome that penetrator hump? Yep. Can they penetrate this team? Ooh, there you, you know, go. Now you got me. You got me. All right. Uh, Prima Le Bleu Dry. Uh, underrated game. No, no. Underrated it, game. If it is, I don't know by who. Yeah, like, yeah. Primal is now destined. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm biased here because they beat uh, me and my uh, what could have been squad there that I joined. But uh, I think Primal are destined to go to the final now. I think uh, Medric Lezon mentioned to me in the handshake, hey, man, he's like, that was a great game. That was The final was played here tonight at, at a bear. It was uh, a hell of a game, and Primal are a really good roster, man. They, they have so many different ways that they can beat you. They can beat you on the intermediate and uh, with layered concepts. They can beat you with the, with the deep ball. They can force you to, to creep up and, uh, because they're hitting triple slants and, and you, hooks at two. They... they are a very difficult team to match up against that Le Bleu Dry, I, I, while I like them, yeah. I'm not sure they can they can go score for score like it was with Primal. No, Walker. Primal's got horsepower, man. Yeah. So here's the secret when it comes to how you play teams like this. If they can beat you on all the levels, you get to dictate how you want them to beat you. Fair. And therefore, you can control, control your own destiny. Yeah. Right? If you uh, want to, uh, if you want to play score for score, let's fucking go, right? Let's have everyone like air it out and let's right. see what happens, type of situation. Right. Which if is you want to play advent- a slow game, yes. you play your d- defensive position, you let them drive on you, and you turn it into a slow possession game, extra points essentially. So right. that's how you have to play these types of teams. This is you with eighteen seasons under your belt, Correct. if not more. <laughs> yeah, Libler dry, not so much, yeah. right? No, so that's exactly it. Though. Yeah. All right, onto Green Monster picking the box. Now the biggest X factor would be David Vlad. He's yes, a oh, he's 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 crazy. He right? came in halfway through the game because he was running late, yeah. and he took over the game, <laughs> and he, <laughs> he created pe- he created penalties for for uh, Green Monster and paid for PIs. Right, right. If Vic and the Boss cannot contain this swamp monster of a football player, man, Jazzo might have a field day against Vic and the Box. He, he, does he not just throw the deep balls and the ten hooks and just throw this, jump, balls? jump balls? But jump like, balls, like, like his you, biceps is the size of like five players on, on an opposing team. Yeah. like you know, it's he's he's you can't <laughs> guard this guy. He's, he's a genetic he's, freak. Yeah, yeah. The only guys really who could guard him are now eliminated in like the what could have been's uh, roster. Yeah, like, like uh, you're you're not winning a jump ball against this guy no. now. As much you know, the the one guy maybe is Max Bura, right? He can jump, he can get up there, but. He's he's starting at a, like a five foot disadvantage. Yeah, he's he's gonna need like rocket uh, jumpers in his in his feet, right? Really in his cleats, yeah. But I think that is gonna be the reason why they can win the fighting jazz zones and trying to get this game more big in the box. That's my my big in the box are gonna have to put up more than twenty five points than they did against Bulldogs. They it was a six point victory when it, and and that's playoffs. That's the tightening of playoffs. It 
this game should have been like a 17 point 13 14 point kind of kind of game over bulldogs yeah and that's the tightness of the of the playoffs right uh jeff tie in his first playoff game great you got the win you got to score more than 25 although against green monster maybe you don't yeah maybe 25 gets you enough because green monster you you saw them play. Yep. They just put up 24, but until with two minutes remaining in the game, they had 12 points. Yep. And they went on a run. <laughs> so, they went on a run. so maybe 25 is enough. So, and, and the last, I think they, they played, again, it, it's going to be that green monster defense. Uh, like we were talking in the women's division, you know, defense isn't notoriously the way you win. Yeah. That's green monster's green meal ticket to, yeah, to winning playoff for sure, games. For sure. All right, on to 5A. A. Um, I know it's a bit wacky because of the whole uh, ice storm. Some games got rescheduled and, yeah. and replayed and all that stuff here, three to be exact. Uh, I'm not surprised by the wins, uh, who, who's gone through. I think we saw the favorites go through. I know uh, back yeah. was beat to ice up, but, but I think every other team pretty much we thought would be the favorites. Yeah, back. this was the most the – most <coughs> conservative or just not non-exciting yeah, let's just say kind of no spice. it was very bland yeah it was like bland indian food for salt like, salt for, and pepper yeah like is there bland indian food that's yeah. that yeah we're, no, no, we're no, confused who, who are you talking to? Yeah, yeah, yeah hey dr eagle how you been oh congratulations now you're having a conversation with yourself hello little one how are you oh you're taking a nap huh okay Yes. Right, sorry, you can put headsets on your thing. Family, buddy. we we needed family time with Eagle yeah, here. Eagle, uh, yeah. Bring yeah. it, bring it on to the, uh, oh, the audience. Eagle. He's a proud uncle over there. Look at him. He's a proud uncle. Look at him. Look at Aww. him. He's he's softened up. Eh? He's got that that that, that, that twinkle, exterior. that twinkle him. in his eye. Look at this Eagle man. <laughs> if you push, put this up, this is gonna be like the ultimate Inception. <laughs> wow, look at that Uncle Eagle man. Look at that. He got a big smile on his face. Now he's uh, back to his gruff ways. Hey, what are you doing, guys? So, okay. yeah, very salt and pepper, uh, very bland yeah. uh, divisional playoff round here. Uh, even, you know, even Pizzicarat and Backwoods, Backwoods Football Club beat teams that didn't have their starting QBs, yeah. uh, which brings us to the uh, to the quarterfinals. Yeah, so we got Big Fat Bass, Le Pizzicarat, uh, West Island Boys, Rico Riders, Process, Renat Skins, No Friend Zone, Backwoods Football Club. Okay, so we'll start with Big Fat Bats, Pizzicarat. Yeah. Uh, unique game. I think it's it's not going to be easy for Big Fat Bats. It's, it might be a bit of a trap game. And, like, trap games shouldn't come up in the playoffs. But I don't know, man. Big Fat Bats didn't look convincing. Obviously, in their last game of the season against Rico Riders, we're, we're kind of smacked in the face. They should have beat Tokyo Sandblasters more than by 12 points. Right. Now, that, it, that, that said, it's a playoff game. You know, there's a bit of nerves. Two-possession win is still pretty good. Right. But let's get up, man. They're, they're, they, they've they're got nothing to lose. No, no. They're, they're playing half money at this point. I, exactly. They got in on the last, last literally the last day of the, of the regular season. They beat up on a ballers team, 31-2. to two. They're they're in going in with house money on this one. And, yeah. and I, there's, there's a chance that with the way Big Fat Bats have been playing, there's a chance Leipzigara come away with a win. I still think they're the underdogs. Big Fat Bats have a lot to prove. They're, they're eyeing the finals. Just they can't take their eye off this game just yet. No, Rika Riders, West Island Boys, I have my eyes on this game because I yes. think they played each other way back. Yeah, week one. Week one okay. machine. And, and the West, West Island Boys won that game. Big. Big. Yeah. 
So but Rico Riders have come a long way since come then. a long way in three months since that game. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, Iggs. They put up 52 on Menace to Sobriety. I'm, I'm a bit worried about West Island boys. Zach Stacey did not have a good game against um, Habibis, uh, with the Habibis. Well, even even with against Clinkers, right? Uh-huh. Um, in the first part of the game. In the first part of the game, the he storm. did do well or no, did not? No, not. In the Ice Storm game. Ice yeah. Storm before the Ice Storm hit. Yeah. He, he, he it just... It just, they lack the cutting edge. Like they get the they get the ball to Sky Bailiff as they should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, they had a lot of fourth downs which they converted, which is great, fine. But yep. you won't get that if you're in fourth down multiple times against a Rico Ryder team. You're not gonna get that conversion right as as high as a, it should a be. lot tighter coverage. Yeah. So I think Stacy has to be better than what he performed. And maybe that was a bad game out of the system. And they and they, they, right. they crap it out and whatever. They move on. I don't know. Habibi's, uh, Habibi's game, uh, I don't know how good he was. Yeah, but that's different. That's different, though, right? Like it we, is, we but... We can't compare the two, though, right? right. Like in this case, for the Rico Riders, yeah. you're right. They're growing, 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 and now they get back the team that whooped their ass back in week one. Yeah. What team do we see from West Island boys? Are they kind of faltering a little bit, or can Rico Riders continue with that momentum? No, I think you get the... Uh, in this one, you get the best of both teams. Uh, and honestly, the, the, the Rico Riders, I caught a bit of that menace to sobriety game. Couldn't, Matthew Yanakoulias was throwing darts. And where, where in the first half of the season, he was throwing interceptions. Right. He couldn't miss. He was throwing touchdown after touchdown, just shoving the points down the menace to sobriety throats. West Island boys, I feel like they're up for the, they're going to be up for the challenge. They're going to go. It's going to be high scoring. They're going to go score for score. Both teams with like six, it's it. Both teams will score six touchdowns. So you already got thirty six, thirty six. This game either comes down to converts or whoever can get that seventh touchdown in in the forty four minutes of play and ten plays. I think it comes down to sacking the quarterback. Who can get that one sack? That can change the whole game. Uh, may, one sack making it a fourth and fifteen and fourth yeah. and long situation. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's going to come down to is, is sacking the quarterback. Both quarterbacks are good. And I know I'm questioning how Stacy was in the last game, but I think if he can get that out of the system, then he becomes better than what he was. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the key. I think that's going to be the key is the pass rush for both teams. How do you get to yep. the quarterback in those in this situation right now? Sure. The process, Red Knot Skins. I saw the Red Knot Skins play. I'll be for a cameo for like two minutes on right. the field. Um, oh, my God. I blanked out his name here. Hold on here. Uh, Matt Kelgen. No, not was Matt not Kelgen. there uh, in the second part of the game. No, he wasn't. No, he was not But you're there. thinking of Noah Groper in the process? No, I'm, I'm thinking – well, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just losing my train of thought here. This yes. fast is killing me here. The process – that's what I meant to go with, the process, in fact. Okay. okay so yes. this is a team that impressed me on, on Monday or Tuesday whenever they played in my, uh, my thing. Now, for Noah Groper – my question for him is: He's got to learn how to close out games, mm-hmm. and that's just the, the, the development of him being a quarterback. Because they were up yeah. r- big. I mean, they won comfortably speaking here on Monday against Pratt squad, right, thirty-three to twelve. But they they this kept them. They were just hanging around. You look, it was they like, were creeping. Yeah, yeah. Like, take away their soul, Noah Groper. Yeah, you got the best here in FPF, the best hair flow, by the way, and take their soul. You have some good players on offense here who I, who I like a lot here. Like you got the Labrati Le- brothers, Ariel and Yan, who are both great red zone yep. targets here. Defense is fun. I think Ariel makes a big difference for them. What he does, yes. he's a racer for them. On any mistakes that they have, yeah. But they have to make sure that they that Groper is not going to keep teams in, especially if it's closer in this game than what it was on Monday. I think Groper has to be careful with the football, especially when very very good 
um, safeties and and defensive backs that can track the ball very well in the deeps. Uh, I think of uh, guys like Riley Pinecomb. I think of um, drawing a blank, and I there's, obviously there's Frank Scalzo. Yeah. Um, Mike Petrobon, yeah, Michael uh, Petrobon, very underrated player uh, in terms of his actual FPF rating. Uh, so, if Noah Groper can just let again let the receivers do the work, get the ball in their hands, n- let them make plays, that's going to be their recipe to, to scoring in this game because the Red Knot Skins defense, I'm telling you, going deep against them is, is not the solution. No, no. And, and that's why I think Groper's going to be smart and just kind of spread the wealth around with the football. Yeah. Uh, no friend zone, backwards football club. You got to take me on this one here because I've not seen both these teams play. I apologize. I've, they were not ever on my field. and never We weren't, played. actually. It's my team. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Actually, we did. You saw us play ballers, the green. Uh, the only five. games I have scored kept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were a bit chirpy with us. Yes, I know. Yes, I know, yeah. I know. There you go. No, okay. Jokes aside here. So, yeah. like, backwards football club, they're in for, for a beating. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bleep. Yeah. The, um, you know, it's like I don't know where they have the advantage against you guys. Uh, they have to go score for score. They they They're have not to. Do that. They have look. They put up 39 against Ice Up uh, in their in their last game, but they they need to they need to be able to. Uh, and look, given given what we're saying, look at their last four games. They put up 32, 32, 46, and 39. Against Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. Speakeasy, yeah. Glory Boys, and yeah. Ice Up. Hey, okay. to put up 46 against Glory Boys, that's... Look, it's it's not easy to put up 46 in a game, in general, against any defense. Let alone the Glory Boys defense, who, who at that point, I believe, had nothing to play for anymore after losing at 8 o'clock. They played at, at 10 o'clock, so yeah. I know their quarterback left, but still, their defense is, is still a known commodity in FPF, and to let up 46 is saying that the backwards football club can score. So but they're not going to score that against you guys. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just being real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to call for They're not going to score that against you guys. I'm just saying they, they, they have to. They won't. They, okay. They won't. But they ha- I'm just saying they're, they won't. They, the way they have to stay in the game is go score for score. They will not do that. There you go. All right, on to Division 2. Div uh, 2. Yeah, Div 2. The final division of the, uh, we the have, night? We have Div 1 as well. Ah, okay. Yeah, this will be quick, though. It's not going to be long here. Okay. Brace 2.0 against Moretti Crime Family. Brace simple. How disciplined will 2.0 be against the Crime Family offense? They yeah. have to be smart. They have to be disciplined. They cannot overplay their hand and how they're right. going to show their defense because Joy Taylor can really rip you apart. Yep. And I think for Brace 2.0, um, they kind of have to – you know what they have to do? Max clock and keep Joy on the sidelines. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's and, what they have to do. And not score quick? And not score quick. Take their time. Force, force – Crime fans make a play on you. So if you if if you go and chew the clock up, would you? Uh, it comes out the, the the question comes down to this: Would you rather Mor- give Moretti Crime Family four possessions or eight? Give them four, because they can and, run and the clock on your asses too. I so, so you I, have to I, run the clock on them. You have to kind of use. Wouldn't the wouldn't you rather eight's too high of a number? Uh, Let's go with four versus six. What, wouldn't you want to give Moretti six drives because there's more chances that they don't score than, than no, if you no, only gave you them wanna, four? You want to max that clock against this team, man. That's the only way you're going to beat them. Yeah, Brace Super Bowl, and, they, and, and Mike Pierce said, you know, we're talking about quickly. He didn't go into any, into any details, but I can see his face like, yeah, 
we have to be really smart in this one. We cannot play into their tricks. Like, they have a bag of tricks. Yeah. We can't fall for their tricks. We They, they can't. And if Brace 2.0 can really max clock, it really puts more on the onus on, on that office from Moretti Crampham to kind of like, okay, they just shoot up eight minutes to score a touchdown. Okay, we can do the same thing, but guess what? We might not get the ball back at the end of the first half. It might be yeah. only three possessions. And we might be down. Um, and Rays get the ball second start the second half here, you know? So, like, they got to really try to get that clock management in their favor, um, ready crime family. But the Brace Super Bowl, I think if they max clock and score, it really squeezes the the life out of Moretti Crime Family. So just quickly, they start with the ball. Uh, they start with the choice. So they're gonna obviously start on defense. Braves 2.0 will. Their last game was 56-48. Yeah. Both teams had nine possessions. That's right. I think you need a replica of that game if you're Braves 2.0 to win it. But now, you can say okay, we can score the points, but yeah. let's let's slow it down here. Let's let's see if he. Because uh, like, then the you're Braves, making it. You're turning it into a game where you need to make sure you win on converts. But yeah, I'm not saying the, they can't, but that's r- a little riskier. But the Braves 2.0 are a team that they could turn it on. Like you know, they could. It's like driving a car. Like okay, cool. We'll, we have on, sp- on 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 sport. Let's go to eco. And make it an eco game. And Braves 2.0 won that game with Wiltratia quarterback. Yeah, and exactly. Mayer, so. so whereas with Murray Craft Family, they're they're an eco offense. <laughs> You're tra- comparing them to a uh, high efficiency vehicle here. Yeah, they're they're an eco offense. Whereas the Braves 2.0 yeah. are an eco offense, sport offense. They can be yeah. a winter offense, whatever you want. Right. They have the flexibility, and I think if they slow down, I think it puts more pressure on Murray Craft Family. Okay. Okay. So now we won't get into too much details here, like. Probably Crashes Blue um, got the forfeit win over Touch 450. Right. So we don't know the situation right now if, if Party Crashes Blue will be playing on Saturday. They have not given confirmation yet. We're still trying to look for yeah, it. Yeah, we'll clarify that. Clarify that because, you know, it's important because for Vengeance, we don't want them to waste their time on a Saturday night, right? That's right. not fair to these guys. Yeah. So we'll just go based on, 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 the, on the pretense that they are going to play. Yeah. So. Uh, Vengeance, they played Party Crash Blue and Vengeance um, – Oh, sorry, that, that was in Division One. I beg your pardon. So, Vengeance, I don't know if Party Crashers have the dreadnoughts to keep up with Vengeance offense. I mean, the last game they played way back on January 14th was 44-38 for Vengeance. But remember, the Samaritans were playing that game. The, yeah, true. I think the question is, I mean, and I, I, I have an answer, but... Party Crashers Blue just don't have the defense to, no, to stop Vengeance. No. So do now, does Vengeance, without the Submergent Brothers, have the defense to stop the Party Crashers Blue? Yeah, offense? I think they can not stop them, but contain them. Okay. And, and that's, all, that's all you need. With Kevin Wyatt as your quarterback, you yeah. need one stop. Yeah. You get a stop, you, your chances of winning the game are 92%. You don't yes, even you need the stop, honestly. You just need them to have more possessions. Yeah. 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 You yeah. don't, and they, and they will, right? They'll have second half extra points. Yeah. 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 It, no, exactly. You, just alone with the two point converts that you gain an extra possession with the way Andy Peterkin did with there in his final. Right. You, one, I'm telling you, one stop on defense, and there's 92% chance you won the game. Right. And I, I think. I think Kevin Wyeth, they, the Vegas are fairly comfortable that they don't have to come up with a stop. You know, that as you can make the point. Yep. One more possession, yeah. and they <laughs> score that ball. Yeah. All right, running once, Terror Squad, fascinating game. You have Tan Death, Jeff Rosenblatt, two different styles of play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm intrigued by the receiving course for both teams. I, yeah. th- I think it's almost a push with those two receiving cores and how wealthy they are and how explosive they can be. Hmm. Um. It might come down to a drop ball costing 
a game for this for one of these teams here. And who do you think is more likely to drop that ball? Run it once. Really? I would have I would have gone with Terror Squad. I mean, I don't think either of them would, but if I had to pick one of the two, you're going with Run It Once. Who's are we singling out a player and uh, saying who who and look, Run, Run It Once beat them by nineteen against Terror Squad back by nineteen. Yeah, I scored out that game. I remember that game. Oh, early on in the in season, season. Yeah. a week two. Yeah. Yeah. Um who am I gonna finger point? Yeah, if you had to. Uh, look, James O'Hane had a drop ball against uh, Kangaroos <laughs> in, in Division One uh, playoff uh, loss. Uh, I'll go uh, if uh, if I have to do uh, my uh, my guy here, Dirty uh, Charles Vettel. Let's go with a, a a key drop where he's already turning upfield and he he has the ball in his hands. He's turning <laughs> upfield and and drops it. Yeah, that, that's gonna be key. And I think like Anto Brisbois is is a problem. He will be a problem for yeah. uh, for Terror Squad for anyone, as Padron yeah. will be a problem for for Runner once. Yeah. But I think what it'll come down to this might be a game of first one to fifty wins. Yeah, I I see that. Uh, I think not only who's going to stop Breeze one, who's going to stop Jer- Pat Jerome. I think they're probably going to go against one, uh, yeah. each other one on one DB wide receiver. Right. That's going to be a fascinating matchup yeah, throughout the whole night. Sure. Oh, that that'd be really fun to watch. Urzos Medic blessed. This is going to be a chess match. This is not going to be like an F one race here. I think they know each other. There's a history, right? There's they do. Uh, blessed may be down to five players. May. What's the What's the reasoning here? Uh, they've look. They've lost one Injuries, guy. Right? They've lost Isaiah to suspension. suspension. Uh, Rory Kelly is in Sweden for school, or I don't know. Yeah, some I think school. Um, already there. There's two, and then I I believe uh, the game was requested to be as late as possible. I think on both sides, even Jean Smezik requested that. Um, uh, I forget which player. Might be Phil Fada. As a yeah. funeral uh, that day, or uh, something that. that takes out uh, a lot of a lot of the uh, a lot of the day. Uh, so the ten o'clock. So we'll we'll see what happens here. But uh, bless may have Steve Harris there on defense. Yeah, it's not gonna help him. No, that's no, <laughs> not gonna help him. No. Does um, that so that does that dramatically that, change? Yeah, that changes yeah. the whole. <laughs> game. There you uh, go. It's kind of like it's like, it's, kinda like, it's like the betting line. You take it off the line. Yeah. You you can't yeah. because you don't know what team is gonna show for for bless. So in in, in hindsight. My only concern about them is that they've had these lapses where they just bleep around and then they let teams back in and they mm-hmm. lose like these weird games. Right. But if they're on, they're on. And they're yep. a playoff team with wealth, man. And, and I, I'm not going to bet against them now, especially with what Bless is going through with their roster uh, um, attrition that they're going through of, of man right. power going down. So. And then I, I mean, I have the most ingenious idea. What is Instead ingenious idea? of Harper Sod playing defense. He doesn't play defense, and they play five. Because, Iggy, what do you do when you have five people on defense? What do you run? Uh, no, I – no. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it's – you do all hooks, and you drive down the field, but that actually plays into the advantage of keeping the score low. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. On to Division One, Or, or, or I want to see Steve rushing. Yeah. Yeah, oh that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it might take four days to get to the quarterback. <laughs> all right. Division One, Kangaroos, Braves, All-Stars, Flag, One Sack. So, Kangaroos, Braves. Um, we go back to that Ruse game against the Braves for second place. Kangaroos won that game. Mike Pearson had a drop ball in the end zone. Pretty much the difference in why he lost that football game mm-hmm. to Kangaroos. Uh, Kangaroos should be fully loaded in terms of the roster, who's going to be available for them, as will the Braves. Braves have a bit of a uh, chip on the shoulder with how they lost that football game. Uh, it, I think it's a pick 'em. 
I, I just don't know who has the edge right now. I think both are emotionally charged. They have a history of how they played each other the last few years and the mm-hmm. seasons that we've had. I don't know who has the edge coming to this can, game. Can I, I time out this conversation for a second? Yeah. Kangaroos got away with a game in the quarterfinals, right? They did. One yes. point. Yes. They could easily not be here. And I don't know if that's a good thing going into Braves for a confidence boost where like they managed to get the win out or if it's – what are we doing? Our defense can't stop anyone. But Braves, but Braves were locked in against KGB Plus. They, they slaughtered KGB Plus. Like Joe Mayer, I mean. yeah. Like he, th- that's my point though. Like Joe Mayer looks, he, he, he transformed. Yeah, he, he just became like a monster, and it's just like he's on a man on a mission right now, just to kind of get to the finals here and and take out Kangaroos. I think look, the objective is to beat the Kangaroos, but that's been the prime objective because they. Felt salty losing that game to the Ruse in the regular season. So now we fast forward to this game here. Ruse got away by the skin of their teeth against um, against uh, double straddle. straddle, and the Braves are rolling in. There's a there was a bye week in between. They didn't play last week. I don't know who has the edge. I just don't know. I feel. Uh, I mean, yes, Jomeiro kind of like morphed into the ultimate Power Ranger, but man, without Serge Pilon. That's a big, big, big loss for Braves. But, but it didn't just, matter. They, they adapted though. It didn't and, matter. And they didn't care, man. He's like, all right, we lost Pilon. Yes, yeah. we got other guys. Got it. B was was he playing? No. You That's st- what I'm saying, though, right? Like, That's crazy, though. <laughs> but I, you're saying it's a push them, and and you don't know who has the edge. I gotta give the slight edge to Kangaroos, despite the the close game against Double Straddle. I I just like what they've pieced together. The roster's solid, and I. Look, going to be a close game. Yeah, it's going to be a one point game, uh, I, if if not yeah. an overtime game. Yeah, I I like I like what the Kangaroos have done. I think the Kangaroos won this game because of extra point conversion. Dan Lazaro is locked in against yeah. double shadow. You think about it. I think he had like six seven points off of point convert off extra points. Converts, converts. They would have lost if they missed on two of them, right? Yeah. So th- I think this is a moment of glory for Lazaro to kind of. Get himself to a, a winter final because you know he's won he's won the spring, the spring season. Yeah, but he eight. doesn't he hasn't gone to that fraternity of I've won a division one winter, winter season. season. If yes. you if your prediction is true and this goes into overtime, is Lazara singing Mamma Mia" in a happy way or a sad way? Abba, <laughs> Abba. At <laughs> least you got this reference. Yes. The, the history of those two teams it's it's it's, it's there's a history, man. <laughs> There's a history. This is going to get clipped. Yeah. The ABBA segments. Yeah, the ABBA segment. <laughs> there's a history of these two teams. And I, yes, think, yeah. I think there's more to be gained for Lazaro and the Roos. Absolutely. This football game over Absolutely. There's so much more on the line for, for the Kangaroos, whereas Braves, they've done it, right? Yeah. They've, they've come out on top, entered in 2017, ran the table, Division Two, have now won championships in Division One. Is it Dan Lazaro's time? This is it, man. Yeah. Like, like Jinsley likes to keep you the X factor. Yeah, you know, Sam Ashub, you know, has been a factor, but he could be a factor now, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's guys yeah. that could step up for them. All right, yeah. All Stars, Flagmore Sack, offense. Yeah, first one to sixty wins. Yeah. you know, it's <laughs> offense. Just, it's it's what it is. Like both yeah. quarterbacks are cerebral. Both quarterbacks are great. Um, I'm I'm a little bit less confident in Flagmore Sack's defense. I yes. think I think yes. All Stars have a better defense than them. Yeah. Uh, so can Alex Nadupius pitch a perfect game? No, I'm he, saying he, he, he can. He I'm can. Not, not saying, but when I say perfect game, not throwing an INT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like, go yeah. eight eight touchdowns, no yeah. interceptions. I, he he can, but is it, I don't know, Pat Jerome, Quay Johnson. Are those two, like, I, I can see them coming away with an interception. And that being the difference. Theo Ojea. The, oh, Theo Ojea. That, like, 
my god, my god, the 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 names, the talent. I I I see all stars hitting sixty first. I if sorry, I'm just trying to yeah, process piece my it together. Yeah, because yeah. now this fast is killing me. So you had your cookies, Mo. No. I did. I know, but I'm just, you know I'm at a point I need to eat real food now. But I think if Kevin Wyeth gets into it, Kevin Wyeth has like a, like a like a statement drive. If he has a statement drive in the first two drives of his, it's like he's locked in, right? And I think he will be. Locked how in. much more of a statement do you want than two touchdowns and two extra point converts? Yeah, but but that's how he does it. He just sets <laughs> but he, he, that will happen, right? But can Flagmore side come up with a, with a turnover? I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can come up with a four a four and so. out. I don't think they I will. I don't think so. They can score points, but I think it might come down to that one possession that the that the Wyeth attack will have what's, in the second half. What's more likely, a four and out? Well, not four and out, but just turnover on downs or an interception? Interception, because Wyeth has thrown INTs in playoff games. Hmm. So I was going to go with more likely the four and out. Than, INT is more likely than that. Ah, yeah, the four and out. To, for Kevin Wyeth to miss four times? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. All right, it is now time for games. Oh, my God. Oh. He's stressing. The week. Me? Why am I stressing? You're stressing. You're like, oh, my God, I have to put my phone down now. No, I actually got to do something now, so. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, you, have, you have to work Fine. Now. You have okay, to work no. now. All right, we're going to start with not the 35-plus division, but co-ed one. We have the Northern Braves versus the Funny Club. Uh, Braves. It'll be close, but. Northern Braves. And then Fast Not Furious, Free Smoke. Uh, Fast Not Furious. Yeah, I'll go FNF as well. Go All right. Final. Co-ed 2, Bench Warmers, Badgers. Uh, Badgers. I'm going to go Badgers. I'm going Badgers too, man. I'm on that Badgers bandwagon yeah, yeah, or the bus. C-Rib bandwagon. The bandwagon bus. C-Rib bandwagon. That sounds very... <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Kiss My End Zone, the IG team. Kiss My End Zone. I can't pick it. All right, co-ed three, half and half, Michael Scott's Tots. Uh, Bustan. Let's go Bustan. And Sneaky Snakes, Canicule. Sneaky Snakes. Uh, I'll go Canicule. You know what? Give me some Canicule for the final. All right. Uh, no games in women's one and women's two this week. They're going straight to the finals. So we're going to go on to division six, X-Men, Wild Hogs. X-Men, close one. Wild Hogs in overtime. Ooh. LaSalle Warriors Midget Warriors. Maccabees Warriors Back to the Future Fiddlers Back, this might back, be back to the Future Baby Rays Slippery Slopes Rays Yeah I love uh, I love the Cinderella story Of Slippery Slopes But it's come to an end Give me those Sweet Baby Rays And we will not be able To pick the semifinal matchups uh, Maybe we do that In an article Or a quick clip Or something Yeah Alright Division 3 Blues Clues Greendale Human Beings Blues Clues uh, yeah, Blues Clues. Thailand Ticklers, KGP Rock. Ticklers. Yeah, give me the Ticklers. That's what she said, Preach. Uh, that's what she said, you go Preach. Uh, yeah, give me Preach, Steve Harrison in this one. And Mangoose, the Stoics. Mangoose. Uh, a lot of Cinderella stories might come to an end. And this is one of them. This is one of them, Mangoose. All right, semifinals, same thing. Division 4, Martine Le Flag, Bruins. Uh, I'm going to go Bruins. I'm going Bruins as well. Diamond Bougie, Blue Dreamers. Dreamers. Oh, this one's, this one's tough. Uh, give me Diamond Bougie by one point. Kiss my in-laws, Team Ethnic. Uh, in-laws. I can't pick it. Fourth and Schlong, Trap Stars. Uh, fourth and Schlong. You know what? No, give me Trap Stars. 
Chop stars in this one. Same story for semifinals. Check our feed. Division 5B. Killer Rays, no punt intended. Rays. No punt intended. Keeps it close, but Killer Rays come out victorious. The Penetrators, Red Dragon. Penetrators, but this is going to be close. Yeah, another close one. Penetrators just have something over Red Dragons. The Pens, a third time in a row. Primal, Le Bleu Primal. Primal. Green Monster, Vic in a Box. Green Monster. By Jazz I'll go uh, Vic in a Box, but one possession game. All right, same thing for semifinals. We're going to go Division 5A. Big Fat Bats, Le Petit Carotte. Uh, Big Fat Bats. Big Fat Bats, but they struggle in it, but uh, come out victorious. All right, West Island Boys, Rico Riders. Riders. Ah, Wib, they, they they put it all together, West Island Boys. The Process, Red Knotskins. Red Knotskins. Red Knotskins, but close. No Friend Zone, Backwoods Football no Club. No Friend Zone. Can't pick it. All right, Division 2, Braves 2.0, Moretti Crime Family. Uh, it's Braves. Uh, 2.0, but man, it's close. Vengeance, Party Crashers Blue. Vengeance. Vengeance. Run it once, Terror Squad. Run it once. Yeah, I'm going run it once as well. And Urgence Magic Blessed. UM. Yeah, UM. All right, Division 1, Kangaroos, Braves. The Roos. I'm going Kangaroos. Yeah. And All-Stars, Flag Mualsac. All-Stars. All-Stars for Kangaroos versus All-Star Fun. Hey, All right. Check it. Hey. My God, he put in the CFL. Yeah. No, he didn't. He actually didn't play. He was drafted in the seventh round by the Ottawa Red Blacks in 2016, but never actually played according to the statistical website. He won a great cup. That's what I'm trying to figure out. No, he, he didn't play. But he got but a great he was on the roster? Yeah, roster. Anyway, um, remember, spring registration is open, so sign up. You have two weeks. When is the close date, uh, Eagle? Uh, it'll be end of April-ish. Usually it's like the 20, like right after the finals, a few days after so. that. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to start doing the schedule like usual and okay. everything. So. And, and reminder, as we get close now to the road show, teams that do make it to the finals, please be alert for emails from the league of what to expect right from the road show. It's a whole event. We make this uh, uh, an event for you guys, for the broadcast, replays, and everything involved. So we want this to be as great for you as, as we hope it is for us as neutrals calling the games uh, on the weekend of August or April 28th. That is, or April 22nd, that is. Jeez. Mo, no, you're all over the place. I know. If uh, you're if you're interested though in uh, in calling some some of the games and uh, you feel like you're an FPM junkie, um, hey, feel feel free to reach out to uh, to us to Pease especially. Uh, he we, we're always looking for play by play and analyst uh, talent. So if you're interested, uh, give us a shout. Magic words, please. I don't do that. Good night, Pease. Welcome to the road show. <laughs> Welcome to the road show, Pease. Put the place up, yeah we